What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here. And that's you. With another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here. And that's you. Being involved and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome. I got money. And welcome, welcome, welcome back to the afternoon, the evening, Monday afternoon, and might Monday night, Monday night. Crimson Capsules, the longest running episodic program here on YouTube. I got money. By the way, by the way, I owe us a full version of the Uncle Earl video. All right. Salute to everybody, man. Um, you know, it is what it is. We still going strong around here. All right, maintaining our health. I'm taking my blood pressure every day. I got my rheumatiz medicine going. <laughs> all right. I got all of my lined up stuff here. <laughs> we breaking it down like a 12-gauge shotgun. Anyway, man, this story. This story, I warned you earlier. I said, we're going to come back, come back today. And we're going to talk about the coach. I don't pay for women particular stream. This is what we're going to do today. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it because a lot of guys seem to not understand that you don't have to lie to kick it. All right. You don't have to lie. You don't have to lie to kick it. And I realized because of since the events of last week, we have a lot of new viewers that have come in. All right. We got a lot of new viewers. Recently, I've been tagging stories about KS and Fresh and Fit. Everybody thinks that I have beef with these gentlemen. There's this. You guys got to understand, you know, I'm an elder in this game. You know, you you don't just because you're old doesn't mean you're an elder. All right. But I'm an elder statesman here. All right. Listen, I've, I've done my time here. I'm going on four years. All right. Going on this message. We're closing in on four years full time with this message. And I've been in here dropping a lot of information for you guys to digest. You don't have to agree with it all. I'm not here to justify my position on things. As you guys know, I live the free agent lifestyle. I could give a damn. Okay, I could give a damn about your feelings about what goes on here. You either deal with it or not. All right, I don't really don't. I'm not trying to sell you anything. Well, kind of, but I'm not trying to convince you to do anything but to get your peace, quiet, and freedom. Get your peace, quiet, and freedom. Now, you know, maybe at some point, I'll teach you some game. <laughs> yeah, man, but I'm the author of The Free Agent Lifestyle. I my, my manual is out there. I don't have to please you. I'm not chasing numbers. You know what I mean? I'm not chasing fame. I see what comes with fame and numbers, and I don't want it. <laughs> okay, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable in my zone. I'm not trying to prove I'm the best philosophy out there. It's not, it's beyond dispute. It's undisputed. This is the most, this is the best philosophy out here, but I don't need to prove it. I don't need to debate with feminists. I don't need to try to prove I'm right. I don't need to uh, debate with hope strategists. You, you see, I don't do these things, right? I don't do these things. I don't go on the people's platform. Let me tell you why the free agent lifestyle is the best. It's the best. I mean, what do I have to go on your platform to debate with? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not trying to go out there. You know why? Because I'm very comfortable with my position. I don't need big numbers because I see what comes with big numbers. All right. I, the, the two people who got the biggest numbers in our sphere. I don't want neither of their position right now. Mm. <laughs> Listen, I hate to be a little frank with you. But if you look at what's happening with the two people that had the biggest number in this sphere. Yeah, I'll I'll take a backseat any day. Right? The last two weeks for them have been brutal. Anyway. <laughs> I don't, I'm not laughing at the situation. I'm just telling you guys, um, I'm comfortable where I'm at. I'm comfortable where I'm at. But with that being said, I don't give a damn if you agree or disagree with me. I could care less. 
But I shout out to the people who support this message because that's important too. That is very important. So the people who support this message, the people that are here supporting it so that this message can reach another person, that's the people who are really important here because these people let this message continue to go. Okay. They let this message continue to go and it reaches a new person every day. And they say, yeah, I took a little bit from this message and it changed my life. And a lot of men are out here changing their lives, our lives out here. So I really appreciate everybody in this sphere, whether they like it or not. So let me do this. I'm going to go in uh, this show today, just in case you're joining us. This show is going to be for the men who say they don't pay. And let's you can fill in the blanks. I don't pay for women. I don't pay for box. Uh, I don't pay for peace leave. You, you can go down the line. We got charts in today. I'm going to give you a straight up chart. <laughs> uh, as they call it. Oh, I forgot what they named it. A flow chart. I prepare flow charts for this one. For everybody who we kind of segment in, in this group, we popularize. Uh, for some reason, we glamorize what they call PIMP culture, which I, ha I have family member that was a legit PIMP in the Midwest. I don't know why anyone would glamorize that. All right, the man is in prison now for hundreds and hundreds of years. This dude's, they locked him away and threw away the key. And I saw the outside of it and I saw the insides of it. I don't know why people were glamorizing. You know why? Because you guys look, oh, I watched a movie and I saw him with the cane and the hat. You know what I mean? And he walked down the street and he had holes behind him. And people will glamorize that particular culture. And I'm like, if you really knew the ins and outs and the outs and outs and the outs and ins, if you really knew, you wouldn't glamorize it. It's a position that I look at the gentlemen that are doing it with a good level of respect. I respect everyone. So I'm not dissing that culture. What I'm telling you is you ain't cut out for it. I'm just let y'all know y'all not cut out for it. And there's a lot of dirty side that no one talks about. We're going to talk about it today. So we have it from that angle. We have the cohabitating as hopeless romantic as hope strategist men. We have the married men who claim up and down they don't pay for box at all. Oh, we're going to get them. We're going to get you married men, too. I don't pay for box because they stand on their high moral horse. And they say, not me. I pay no money for box. I'm doing it the right way. You know, the moral guy. He's saving society one communita relationship at a time. He's saving society one stepdaddy at a time. Oh, we're going to talk about you. We're going to take the flow chart and show you, you pay for box. <laughs> Not only do you pay for box, you pay for, you pay the most for box. You got a down payment. You half on the baby, sir. Half on the baby. All I weenie want is you next to me. I'm half on the baby. All I want your body right next to me. <laughs> you got you got the same bank account as I don't pay for a box ass. Half on the baby. <laughs> they be like, yo, man, I don't pay for no box. I'm married. Yeah, my flow shot is my flow chart is going to wake y'all's asses up. This is what we do around here. <laughs> All right, but it's okay. Listen, I don't, 
It's just like when I go into the PIMPs and the players and the Max and the Alphas and all these guys. I don't hate you. Neither am I justifying my position. But we're going to give y'all asses a wake-up call. All right, we're going to give you a wake-up call. We're going to go in for the pay-per-view guys, the pay-per-play guys, because they, you know, they might want to fool themselves too. Well, I'm not a trick. All right, we're going to break it down. <laughs> all the dating guys too. I like the company of women. You know, those guys. Well, I don't mind the company of women. I don't mind. But I don't pay for box. All right, we 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 gonna break <laughs> we gonna break all of y'all down. Oh my goodness. Anyway, let's get into the people who've contributed with this show today. We're already having fun. And again, if you don't like the message, the hell with you. I really don't care. Look, hit the dislike button, will you? All right, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to comfort you. I'm not trying to win you over. We're like he doesn't have a hundred thousand subscribers. I'm gonna go in on him. I'm gonna tell him I'm gonna unsubscribe for you. You went after my favorite content creator. Yeah, and shout out to Tesla Noob. This was from the end of the previous stream. So I got you, brother. He says, Fresh and Fit are paying with their reputations in 4K. Salute. I mean, um, listen, everybody thinks I got smoke for them. There's no smoke. Now nah, they can do whatever they want. They could diss me to their 700,000 subscribers if they'd like. And all I would say is thank you very much. <laughs> uh, mention my name about 5,000 times, will you? Actually, play some videos. You know, that would be good strategy for me. That'd be good advertisement. But they're not going to do that. They already know. We, we ain't got no beef. There's no, there's no beef. But if you have a big platform, please mention my name. <laughs> That's great advertisement. Them young, them young boys need to learn a lesson around here. But uh, yeah, here's here's another example of what men call pay. And young men, if you're under the age of 30 and you got less than 10 years of adult life under your ears, you're still wet behind the ears in life. You haven't made 50 grand yet in your whole life. You barely moved from your mama's house. All right. You know what I mean? You barely you barely moved from your mama's house yet. You've lived two years outside of your mama's whole damn domicile. I, you have all the answers, sir. Yes. <laughs> you have all the answers, and I have and I have none. I've been lived with my mother since I was 19. All right, but you lived out of your mother's house for two years or minimum, and you got all the answers in life. I got it. All right, yeah, I'm going to listen to you. By the way, uh, shoeshine boy, go ahead and give me some stock tips at, at, while you're at it. You got some stock tips for me, too, Mr. You-Know-It-All? All right, great. All right, here we go. Listen. <laughs> Why don't I hand over my portfolio to you while we're here? You young boys need to listen sometimes, but it is what it is. Listen, this isn't a show that just goes in on the ladies. We try to tell you guys, too. You hard-headed. Hard-headed. For real. <laughs> Dudes is really getting mad at me. They already, they got it here. They're like, we're not going to hear this. Talk about women. All right, shout out to Nash. Uh, we're going to call you N-A-J. Nash, he says, election year, cue the mass deletions and the racism. What a year already. People getting clapped. And nobody's even budging. I mean, how many people got clapped? People got clapped over here in Laguna Woods. People then got clapped in Buffalo, Milwaukee, and everybody like this. Man, this is a sick country. For real. <laughs> Y'all sick. You know why? Election year. Everybody's trying to, you know, you're disposable. And men are disposable. I mean, how many people that got clapped were women? 
I would love to see the numbers. I guarantee you 90% of them were were women. And one guy went to the church. He was a doctor, not an engineer doctor. He tried to save the day. Here I come. He didn't save a billion lives, but he dead today. Cold. Tried to jump in front of the gunman. Crazy. Here we go. There was an Asian doctor. He got, he jumped in front of the firearm and saved some people. May he rest in peace. All right. If it, hey, somebody start letting off near me. If you ain't my family, I'm not jumping in front of nobody for you. I already know how it goes because y'all got flowers for me when I'm under six feet under. I'd rather be here. Shout out to Rolo's Pantene hair weave in the building. Rolo's Pantene hair. <laughs> Shout out to you. Shout out to Harold Legurmy says, uh, get the shuffling out of the way. We're going to shuffle today. And men, Shout out to the shuffle. Dane Digital is in here again. Thank you for that super chat. There's Dewan doubled up. He says, just drop 500 of uh, baby food, $500 of baby food, but I don't pay, coach. <laughs> he said, give me the buzzer. <laughs> baby daddy style, $500 in baby food for your baby daddy. I mean, for your baby mama, I assume, but you don't pay. See, there's going to be a point where you guys understand the most money you're going to pay or the most one of your resources you're going to pay, you're going to pay and not get no box in return. But you're such a good man. You're such a good man. Thanks for supporting, providing, and protecting. Thanks for sacrificing and being disposable. And thanks for paying and leaving all this life insurance, all right? You're going to pay, 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 and get zero in return. All you're going to get is a pat on the forehead. Oh, you're such a good man. Some of you guys will get death and they literally will just step over your carcass they be like thank thank you boy what a cruel cruel world patrick we're gonna call you patrick what did you say um and he says um he said thank you for everything you do coach men have he says men have we needed or i'm sorry man have we needed your voice out here for a long time i'm a single guy with similar points of views but can't speak publicly because of my corporate profile been rocking you with three to four uh, rocking with you for three to four years and will continue to do so patrick corton thank you sir this is why i do this man sometimes you know you'd be like oh do i need to do this today there's men that need to hear this point of view because they can't speak it this is a dangerous message that i'm giving you and the reason why it's dangerous is because people don't want to hear this point of view not that it's wrong. They just don't want to hear it. They're like, just keep quiet about it. Just jump in front of bullets from for and for us. We don't want we don't care about your point of view. Just take a bullet up, jump on a grenade for us, and you'll be the hero. That's what they want. Where he's at here. Shout out to who says that? Hey, Seuss Ramirez says, Yo, coach, I blew my back out lifting the gordita last night. Give me the tuba. <laughs> I know how it goes, man. It's been a while since I had me a gordita like that. You know, sometimes you get your tummy tempted, but uh, sometimes you'd be like, I just can't do it. KT King in the building. What did you say? Good evening, CGA. Uh, when you get the $2 million contract, Sirius XM, Spotify, please choose me to be on top of your list, the top hat guy co-hosting to help with that multi-million shuffle. And shout out to... um. The other brother that told us to get the shuffling out of the way. We're going to be shuffling. Hey, Spotify. Hey, uh, Sirius XM. Contact the brother. I know they probably emailed me and I never checked it. 
So if you ever email me, trust me, I've actually not got my email or checked my email for Spotify. Either. I can do some shuffling too. Look, Look out, out, man! What, what you going, going to do? do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! All right, a couple more. And oh, I got to make sure I don't say your government name. Double A. Mr. Andrew says, but coach, I never pay. In the simplest terms, can you explain how a prenup can uh, be void during a divorce? We're going to get to that. Let's include that when we get to the point about the married guys. Last one, Mr. Rodriguez is in the building. He says, all relationships are transactional and the free women is the most expensive women there are. Love or hate it, the peace leave has value. Gracias, coach. Greg, Gregorio. For all your work. Gracias. Como esta? And we begin in E2 and, you know, all of that stuff. Que bueno. Buenos dias. Buenos noches. Como esta usted? Que onda? You know, all of that stuff. Shout out to all my Latino, the lighter shade of brown coach gang members out here. I can speak some Spanish, but I don't understand what you're going to say back to me. You better keep it simple. All right. Keep it simple. Buenos dias. All right, shout out to everybody, man. I passed Spanish one, but I took it three times. Mm. Shout out to Francisco. Hey, let's get into this show. And I got moon stars, quasars, all of that stuff. Let's get into the first thing that I'm going to share. And, uh, you know, we talk about all relationships are transactional. Everything we do almost in this world is transactional. All right, so let me just start on this one. And I want to take it to you before we even get into the dating part of it, because I know we're divided as men. And you're like, you're just going to justify tricking. I'm not. I mean, you can do what you want. You can continue to bang your head against the wall if you want. All right, and wait for the woman, your love of your life to come around. And then you're gonna she's going to give you her soul. Have at it, guys. Good luck. I mean, if you're young, young men, and you're 22, and you're hanging out with 22-year-old women, have at it. All right, maybe one, you'll turn one over. But, uh, hey, guys, ask a man in his 40s about his 22-year-old girlfriend when he was 22. Mm. He probably don't even remember her last name. He <laughs> like, he barely remembers her first name. All right, if I go back and think about the women that I dated when I was 22, I damn sure don't remember them. All right, I don't even remember their, I barely remember their first name. So I know you're in love and you're going, and if it is in love, why do I feel this way? Why does she stay on my mind? And if it is in love, why do I hurt so bad? Make me feel so sad inside. If it is in love. Yeah, that's what y'all doing ass. Y'all gonna be broke up in six months. Mm. <laughs> here we go right here. Let's look at, let's go live to a 22-year-old woman right now. Let's see what they're saying while you're at home clutching your pillow, waiting for her to text back. What's the oldest guy that you would date? Without money? 31. With money? 57. Damn. Oh, my goodness. Let's play that again. Holy moly. What's the oldest guy that you would date? Without money? 31 with money 57 sheesh i got money it's a cold cold world for out there but man y'all better bless god bless social media they trying to tell y'all and you guys show up here mad 
You guys watch the content creator that's going to take that video and put it at the top and then spend 10 minutes telling you, see, this is modern women. You guys are literally trying to wait. And I, these modern women, they need to change and they need to submit. <laughs> and you're mad with them. Modern women, they're not to be trusted. Not all women are like this. And I just need to find the right one. But this is ridiculous. Y'all mad and mad and mad. Guys, you know what you're doing? You know what I'm doing when you're mad at modern women? Let me tell you. I'm tearing that hide up and I'm sending them back to you and you clutching your pillow. Well, if it is in love, why do I hurt so bad? Make And every day, it's a new freshman orientation and a sophomore graduation for me. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> you, know what, who, you know who else doing that? Joe Biden. So let's get to the message right now. And I'm going to take it. Let's take it away from women and sex and transactional relationships. Let's take it all that because there are some women out here who want some love. They want love. Too bad they didn't try like 50, 11 times already in their Owens. And they got it figured out now. I know how to love. And that's you. Yeah. They're late 20s, early 30s. <laughs> I got another clip for you if we have time for it of this woman. I, man, guys, they start early now, guys. I don't know if you guys know. By the time they get late 20s, early 30s, they're 12, 13 years in deep. They're 12, 13 years in deep. You're one or two years in deep. You're confident as a man for about a year or two. They already been. Wait, wait till you see this clip. All right. They're Owens. They're 0 for 0. I mean, 0 for 50. All right. So. Um, what I'm going to tell you is let's take it off of women. Let's take it off your mother because I just got off yours. So we have, um, we have a thing that we call work. All right. Work. And, and, um, and in your job, the idea of your job, many of us, because we're ham and eggers, you know, we're, we're knuckle draggers, we're NPCs, we're humanoids. You know, we have dreams and aspirations, right? We want to one day work for ourselves and make our money and not have to listen to uh, a boss tell us what to do. But most of us, about 85% of us, the deaf, dumb, and blind, we go to work and we have a boss, right? We're nine to fivers. We're pencil and paper pushers. We're clock punchers, right? Most of us have a job. Um, many of us have a salary job, which you could call a slavery job, right? Which they basically say, we're going to pay you this. This is your job description. And then after a couple of months of working there, they tear up the job description and then they just pile on whatever the hell they want to do. But they don't change the money. Right. The money's still the same. But they're like, hey, you know, uh, a couple of people quit last week and we had to lay off people and we had to, you know what I mean? We had to cut a couple of jobs and we can't do any bonus. We got a hiring freeze. We need you to cover all this. All right. So they're basically going to buckle you down, pile extra work on your ass. All right. And they're going to pay you the same money. Now, many people would say in your job, you're trading time for money. You're trading time for money. As most people do, they're clock punchers. I go to work and for an hour a day, I trade an hour a day of time for whatever my money is. Right. Most people think that that's what's happening here. And they only look at the work relationship as a transactional relationship. Like, you wouldn't work there if you didn't have to. Most people, if you didn't have to go to work, uh, you wouldn't go to work there if you had a choice. 
No, just stay home and work for yourself and you'll get the same amount of money. We saw this in 2020. They did unemployment, which is unemployment, and they gave people stimulus and, and people chose to stay home. They chose to not go to work in exchange for money. They chose to stay there and, and play video games. And many of us sometimes will dream of doing better. And so you're like, hey, if I had a choice, I would not trade time for money, but you do. You trade time for money. And what you think in this job is that the transactional relationship only includes time and money, right? That's what you think. And this is what most people look at the dating marketplace. They'll say, it's just either time or money. In the absence of money, I'll spend time. Or in the absence of, I, I want to keep my morals, I won't pay money, I'll, I'll spend time. But what you're missing out is, it's not just time and money that you're trading. Most of you guys sell your soul every day when you go to work. Most of you guys not only give time, you give energy at a soul-sucking job in order for you to pay your bills. And then they give you money so that you can pay attention just a little bit more to the things that they want you to do. See, it's not just time and money. They give your ass an energy suck. They suck your energy. They make you pay attention. All right, and to the point where you're exhausted by the jerks and you have no time for them anymore. So you really start looking for jobs. All right, but, but the reality is you think it's just time and money, but they suck your soul. They do a little bit more sucking. They kill your energy. They kill your spirit, locking you behind cubicles and at work desks, telling you when you can go outside and all of this stuff to smoke a cigarette. They tell you when you can go to lunch and when your ass need to be back. It's not just time and money. There's a couple of other resources that when you come home, it's not the time that makes you exhausted. It's the focus. It's the paying attention. It's the belittling. It's the soul sucking. It's the energy. Right? That's what makes you exhausted. And then you wake up in the morning like it's Groundhog Day. Damn, I got to do that again. It's not the time you're worried about. It's the energy suck. It's the soul crushing. It is the attention to detail that you have to give to that job. So with that being said, time, money, energy, and attention are very much important, right? Every day, every week, every month, and every year, you break your back, you break your soul, you kill yourself softly, right? Going to this job, right? You, you lose energy. You lose the ability to be enthusiastic. You become stressed. You become mentally fatigued. Sometimes you lose your mental health at these jobs. Right? And you justify it every day by saying, well, I'm trading time for money. I have to do this job. But it just isn't money. It's your dignity that you're trading. It's your principles. Sometimes it's your ethics. Sometimes it's your morals. Sometimes it's your mental health. Sometimes it's your physical health. See, these are all things that you trade in the relationship aspect of you and your job. With that being said, let's kick it back to the relationship. Oh, boy, now we're going to get into it. Let's now put it back in the relationship model, because I'm sure you're all in agreement that I was absolutely right when I talked about money, energy, attention, and time when it comes to job. It made 100% sense. 100% sense? Yes, that's it is. It made 100% sense. Because yes, you could feel it. That's absolutely true. But when it comes to this relationship thing, when it comes to dating and pump and dump and pimping and 
All of these strategies that we use, all of a sudden, this is not true. Energy and attention, no big deal, coach. No, 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 no. Training my dignity, my pride, my principles, my ethicals, my, and my ethics and my morals. No, 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 no. I just pump and dump and I don't feel, have any feelings and I'm good. I never pay. I never trade money in place of time or money time in place of money. No, 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 no. It's completely different. It's completely different, coach. No, no, that's not the same. Well, oh, yes, it is. Let's talk about this. See, a lot of men like to lie to themselves. And I listen, I know people think, you know, I'm some sort of goober over here. You're like, oh, look at this guy. Guys, I've been around. I kicked it on the block. You know, I've been in the hoods and the, the middle class neighborhoods and the suburbs. I had homies. I had fake homies. I had all of these guys. I, I had, again, I had a real life PIMP in my family, all right, who's in prison for forever. He ain't never getting out. All right, I seen it up close. It ain't pretty. I've seen the guys who lied about banging hot chicks and all this. Guys, I've heard all the lies. And I've seen the guys who actually were winning, but most of the time they took L's too. All right, so the Chads and Tyrones and the Pookies and Ray Rays and all this. Yeah, man, they had some good days, but they also had some bad days too. So there's no perfect strategy. But what we don't do here is we don't lie. You don't have to lie to kick it. That's rule number one. Do not lie to kick it over here. Now, I can sell this thing to a young guy who's wet behind the ears and say, all the chicks that I banged were hot chicks, all right? But it's a flat-out lie if somebody tells you that. This is not true. Based on the bell-shaped curve of attractiveness, this is cannot be true, all right? Even subjectively or objectively. And what we tell people over here is to protect your meat. Protect your meat. See, I told you about the work aspect of these resources, how important they are, how much you use when you're doing these pursuits of women any way you want to. Like any strategy you want to use, you're going to use one of these resources. Now, the resource you're trying to get access to. Now, this is where you're going to lie to me again. You're going to say you're going to try to use one of these resources to get access to the woman. And not just access to the woman, you're trying to get access to her sexually. Now, some people are going to lie to me. They're going to try to come in here and say, well, marriage is not about that. No, sir. No, no, no. There's other reasons why you're going to get married. I'm going to use my flow chart, flow chart to blow that out of the water. All right. I'm going to use my flow chart to blow that completely out of the water. All right. Uh, but, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. You're going to use either money, energy, attention, or time. Some people in the absence of money, they're going to use a little bit more energy, attention, and or time. Some people in the absence of time will use money because they don't have the time. Say, for instance, people say, you should go out and cold approach. Well, if I'm a guy that makes $300,000 and I have a good career, I don't have time for the bullshit. I don't. So in the absence of time, I might use a little bit of money to give me an advantage. Some people in the absence of money and time will spend energy or attention. But no matter how you slice it, you're going to have to use one of these. You're going to have to use one of these. If you use zero of these, highly likely you will be unsuccessful in every strategy that you use. It's going to be one of the other. Even if let's just say you're long dong King Kong pause and you have all the energy in the world and stamina. You're going to use that. 
you're going to leverage that and say, girl, I can blow your back out and I can go eight rounds. Okay, you're going to leverage that and that's what you're going to use. However, I guarantee you, you're broke. <laughs> okay, I guarantee you, you're not rich. You don't have any money. All right, and I proved that by that one Tyrone that was homeless and he was out here talking about he long dong King Kong and he can make a girl. He specializes in making older women orgasm. But he was homeless. You see, you can't be rich and leaning on, I'm going to blow back out. Okay, it, 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 listen, you don't have to lie to kick it. You don't have to lie to kick it. I've been around here. The dudes that were the best, professed the best in bed, they were broke as a joke. All right, so let's just talk about this. What do you do with these resources? <laughs> What are you going to do with these resources? Below each one, I tell you what you are going to use, the phrase in our culture that you're going to use in order to talk about transacting those resources. So below the M, money, most people say you're going to spend money. Spend money. That's how I exhaust that resource. Whatever I'm trying to get at, I'm going to throw money at it, and they call it spend money. Energy, they call it expend. Many people, especially men, do not get energy from women. Most of the time, especially if you are using this as your number one resource, you're going to expend energy. Very little time there you're going to leave a woman's residence after expending energy and come back out energized. Most of you guys going to want to go to sleep, okay? You'll sweat. It's a workout. You'll burn some calories. You'll blow some back out. You're going to expend energy, especially if you're using this as a resource. You don't get energy back in return. You don't get energy back in return. So they're going to say expend energy. Attention. When you're in the front of the classroom or a teacher's in front of the classroom, she taps the desk. Class, pay attention. An emphasis on pay. Now, I know you're with me already, and you're going to lie to kick it. But the emphasis is on pay, in which this is something that you're transacting, you're using as a resource. So when you tell me you don't pay, you got the game effed up. You do pay. It might not be money, but you're using attention as your guide, probably in the absence of money. Okay, the absence of money. Now, when it comes to time, you also spend time. A woman might say, I don't want your money. I want you to spend time with me. Again, this is a transactional relationship. Spending time is similar to spending money. Not only do you spend time, you waste time. Waste time. Not only do you spend and waste time, you also never get any time back. All the time that you spend is never recoverable, which makes this resource the most important resource of all. So if you're spending and wasting time and you're saying, I'm doing it the right way morally or whatever, and then the relationship doesn't work and you have to start all over again, you're going to use time in the absence of money and then you're going to believe you're doing it better 
but you're tricking off your time. You're wasting time. You're spending time. And a lot of women who are hopeless romantics will believe that, hey, I'm a better woman because I don't want your money. I just want your time. <laughs> time is important. And when people argue, I'm a good man because I spent time and not money, I find fault in that transactional resource. I say you do not value time because there's opportunity cost that you're paying in the absence of the money in which then with the money you could have paid so you can uh, go after the opportunities that you're missing while you're wasting time. Hmm. Again, money, energy, attention, and time. I don't want your money. I just want to be with you. I just want to be with you. There's no one else I'd rather do. I want to spend all my time with you. Time is money. Have you ever heard that phrase? Time is money. Time is important. And in my world, time is the one thing I do not want to waste. Out of all of these resources, time to me is the number one thing that I will say, do not waste that. I don't want that being wasted. I don't want to go to the farmer's market, the fair, the festival, and the family birthday party. I don't want to do that. I want no parts of that. What can I do to not have to waste or spend time? What can I do? Many of these things would be maybe pay some more attention to me, but that's not going to be enough. Maybe spend some more energy on me. Blow my back out. Send me to the festival by myself. Okay, well, that's only, guys, Johnson game is only going to work so much. Maybe if I pay a little bit of money, I might have to be able to trade and take place a time because time when somebody violates my time, I feel worse than somebody violating my money. I feel worse. I go, why are you violating my time like this? You're wasting my time. But if somebody wasted my money, I say, shit, I can make some money back. <laughs> I can make some money back. Shit, I'll just go back to work. So that cost me a couple hundred dollars. I'll go my bass back to work. But if somebody wastes my time, I can't bring it back. Damn, they wasted my damn time. Do you see what I'm talking about? Say, for instance, I was married for seven years. And then I got a divorce. Damn, wasted my whole damn time. You see? When in that time, I said, damn, I could have banged out a whole bunch of other college girls by that time with a little bit of the money that I would have been making. I would have been way richer if I wasn't wasting time over here. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? But men, I know you're still not going to be with it because now you want to bring in the moral argument. I'm a better human being because if you pay outright with money, you're just a loser. And the girl doesn't respect you. The, the, the woman's not going to give you her soul and she's not going to respect you. So you're paying directly for the box and I don't pay directly. I don't put the money in her hand. Well, neither do I. I never do that either. But she's not going to respect you. This is going to be their argument. But she respects me as a good masculine man, as an alpha male. She respects me as a husband. She respects me. Yeah. Beautiful. I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You'll be in these what? <laughs> I believe too, she'll be tied up in these streets. <laughs> Wonderful. 10 years of marriage, it looks like a lot of respect there, right? That looks very respectful to me. Boy, she's very respectful of her husband. Imagine that. 
Imagine that. You put all those years in, 10 years in, and you find out your wife don't even respect you. Oh, my God. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Boy, look at the respect. She gave that man his soul. And she blew up like the Goodyear blimp. And guess what? He gets to come home to that all the time and play the ring game. Wow. Wow. Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. Wow, boy. Boy, look at all that marital access you're getting by being such a good man. You're doing it the moral way. And you're telling me over here that if I do it that way, I'm immoral. And I don't. the woman's not going to respect me. And she's also going to treat me and not give her my soul. But I know a lot of married men in that exact situation. A lot of married men are in that exact situation. The woman doesn't respect her anymore, respect him anymore. He might have earned that disrespect, or it might be something that just went down. I've given you several stories like this. Look at Will and Jada. Boy, she really respects him. He could have been out here at the junior college his whole life, but instead, he got 30 years of Jada respecting him. Yeah, this is the arguments that I hear. Oh, man, she won't love you. She won't give you your soul. She won't respect you. But I see married people going through the same thing. Hmm? Interesting. Let's give you one more clip to back that up here. Stop saying that. What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? Stop. What the hell? What the hell? That's a person who respects her husband and loves her job. Enough to make a full out TikTok. What the helling her life? And then, of course, when she gets to the husband and he's like this baby, come and do what you're supposed to do as a wife. She says, what the hell? Boy, that respect that you get as a good man trading time instead of money. Boy, you actually did very well for yourself. See, these are the arguments that I have to have. And we have to have the come to Jesus moment on this one. We're going to get the flow charts out. And it ain't going to be pretty. It ain't going to be pretty. Of course, there are exceptions to the rules to this one. They're not a lot, but there are some exceptions to the rule. Let me go back to the PayPal. Appreciate y'all for being here. Um, if you want to contribute to today's show, hit me up on the, um, let's put this up here. Hit me up here, Cash App and or um, PayPal, right? If you want me to hit me up live. We do have a couple of brothers in here. Let's see who we got in here. DT. He says, Royal Scott here, steroids, plastic surgery, marital problems, hookers, admit no, he says, admit it, no man ever. Shout out to you. He says, love CGA. All right. Yeah, man, we have all of these situations and I think men do lie. I mean, yo, we have all of these things, man, and uh, people will act like they're happy or they got the perfect scenario, the perfect storm. I have as close as possible, but even my situation is not perfect and I admit it. But um, we have a problem as admitting as men where we're failing. And it's often when it's too late, a man will come to you and he's a complete disaster. Because he's not being open and honest, not only with his friends, but with himself. All right. As a men, 
says it's not always about what you do. It's what you don't do as well. Shout out to you. And that was from Clouded. It's not what you do. It's what you don't do. That's what matters. That's what matters the most. Again, you guys will trade your whole dignity. You guys will let women play reindeer games on you. Like I'm looking at this situation we talked about this morning. I'm like, how do you how do you not consider that pain? How do you how do you put yourself through that time after time after time again? And you killing yourself slowly. You don't realize as men, you're killing yourself slowly dealing with these issues. I mean, in a marital situation, the man's going to die or more than likely more than the, faster than the woman. And you guys go through these things, these traumas, these stresses. It takes a toll on you. It takes a listen. We just lost another soldier. Last week, those things take a toll on you. And I told you, I was like, he was divorced twice, going through baby mama drama, barely just paid off his child support. And he dealing with young girls. And, he, and, and he's stressing himself out arguing with black women. I, all things that I try not to deal with. Except the young girls. Are you a freshman at the university? Oh, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> Never discount the impact of a bad relationship. It will kill you. It will kill you slowly. You don't even know. It's a ticking time bomb. Just going to child support and dealing with custody and, you know, your ex-wife or your ex-girlfriend or your child support, man, you will be dying on the inside. And you don't even know it. You're unaware of it but because we're supposed to be so strong and deal with these things. But this is what you trade. Instead of going, man, let me just pay this girl to leave. Not for her access. Let me pay her to leave so I don't have to deal with her BS. In her life. I don't want no parts of that. Let me just pay her the link. Oh, you're such a bad guy. And that's amoral. That's tricking. Guys, what you're doing is killing yourself slowly. <laughs> For real. Two divorces, you're killing yourself. For real. But nope, you don't see it that way. Shout out to, uh, who is this here? We're going to call you Francis. He says, we all pay boys. Pause. He says, my free woman cost me $35,000 to start. Uh, uh, $1,300 in child support and $500 a month until I die. I'm one of the lucky ones because it was uh, pretty fair in all honesty. We settle out of the court. We settle out of the court. Thank God, buzzer. Look, look at the financial costs of his free women. And I had a video called free women cost the most. Traditional women cost the most. Women that say, no, I it, my love, love, my love doesn't cost a thing but you're steady using energy, attention, and time to transact the rest of the relationship in a situation where it's, she's never going to be satisfied. Let me play this audio. She's never going to be satisfied. And once you gave enough energy, attention, and time, you know what she's going to go through next is the money. This, mo this, clip is, um, this clip is from, what is my man's name? Oh, pause. What's his name? Sterling, is it Sterling Sharp? No, Shannon Sharp. Sterling Sharp. That's his brother, Sterling Sharp. Listen to this clip from Earthquake, the comedian who had, he's famously had a lot of child support issues. Listen to this clip. It's just the audio. Oh, is it connected? Hold on for a second. Maybe it's not connected. Maybe you guys can hear it and I can, oh, hold on. I became Here rich. I bought a house right next door to Jamie Foxx up the street from Jamie. And I used to tell my ex-wife at that time, like, listen, this nigga got an Oscar. We just got a dog named Oscar. 
<laughs> you got to slow up on this spending, baby. You know, once I we blow, I'm going to put us here. And she never understood. I bring home a dime. She'll spend 11 cents, dog. And it was, it kept me on the road, kept me going. I could afford it. But I was doing mule time instead of stand, staying at home and able to be a Clydesdale. I got $3 million worth of fucking debt. And ain't nothing that I can put my hand on that I personally bought for myself. And that's when it, it changed. I said, I got to get up out of here. This motherfucker's too expensive for me. Pew. <laughs> so, the, so again, the free wife ended up spending way too much of his money and he had to get rid of the wife. He was like, I was, I was spending, I was $3 million in debt. And he said, I can't not put one finger on anything I bought for myself. Now, this is what you guys will do. And you say, you don't pay for women. You'll say, um, you'll say I'm a good man and I'm moral. And, and no woman of mine should be paying any bills. This is what you do, and you're killing yourself slowly. He said, I could not even relax. I had to keep up with their spending. I had to work mule time to keep up with her spending. I had to be on the road working. Couldn't even enjoy my money. Again, let's get to the Mary guys. Let's put up the chart on the Mary guys. This is just perspective. You don't have to agree, but the first people that we got to put to bed first are the married men because these men pay the absolute most to transact. And oftentimes, sadly enough, you can't even transact sex with your wives. Okay, here it is. Here's our flow chart. Most of the times you pay only to get less or only for her to give what you've been paying for for free. Now, again, you guys are going to say, um, when I when you marry a woman, you're not transacting sex from the woman, right? There's more to the marriage. Well, let's get there. Let's prove it. Let's prove it. Let's go through my flow chart. Are you married? <laughs> okay. First of all, if there's a wedding, let's go through the first little reverse inverted triangle. Wedding. And as you can see, there's a yo, there's a no arrow and the yes. The, the yeses are going down. If you're married and you had a wedding, yes, you paid. You absolutely paid, but that's normal. It's normally programmed, just like the oldest profession in the book. It's programmed what you're getting when you pay for it. It's programmed for you to feel like you're a good man for paying for this particular wedding or your family's going to pay for it. The no angle, which is missing on this one, the no arrow goes to luck or cuck. So you're lucky if you didn't have to pay for a wedding, meaning you went down to the government and you asked for whatever, right? You asked for your marriage license and you paid 50 bucks. You're lucky. But let's go to the next inverted triangle, monogamous. Are you monogamous in your marriage? The obvious answer for most people would be yes. But in most cases, it could be a no. And with that being said, you would go to the arrow that follows the no, which is cuck, all right? You are paying steep prices to have a non-monogamous relationship. Now, this is where the question comes in because somebody's going to say, well, you're not just paying for sex when you get a wife. Well, the question is, are you, wait a minute. 
So you're going to pay for a wife and you're not going to have monogamy. That You got to be the biggest idiot in the world to do something like that. But if you want an open relationship, have at it. If you want a non-monogamous relationship, I don't know why you would marry the person. Let me ask you this. If you married a woman and she says, yes, but I want to give my sex to other men, are you still marrying her? The answer probably for most people is going to be a fat nope. So in essence, without the monogamy, there's no marriage. So there's a lot of people that are saying you're trying to say uh, paying uh, paying for sex is involved in every transaction with, with women. And then I beg the question. I challenge you. If you didn't have monogamy, would you marry the woman? Nine out of 10 men will say no. So the access to the sex, meaning the exclusivity and the access is what you're um, marrying her for. Without it, you don't have it. Let's flip it again. Let's say five years down the line, your wife stopped sleeping with you or your husband stopped sleeping with you. Do you have a marriage? Most men will say no. Nope. Half of women will say yes. And that's because it would benefit her for not giving you any pleasures in the bedroom. She doesn't have to please you anymore, but under the protection of marriage, she still gets to benefit. So half women will say no, but many women will say yes. Same thing with you, gentlemen. Most of you guys would say absolutely not. I would not continue a marriage that I'm not getting sex for. Again, the main tie-in to what, as long as you want to lie to yourself, you lie to yourself. But the main tie-in to marriage is going to be the sex. You're, you're doing it for that particular reason. You wouldn't have your wife go out and just do whatever she wanted. Again, you're doing it for sex. So what are you paying for? What are you committing for? What are you spending time for? What are you paying attention for? For sex. Lie to yourself if you want. But that's what it is. is. That's what it is. And this chart's going to say it. In essence, if you're a monogamous, yes, double up on the money, sir. The longer you go with the marriage, double it up, double it up, double it up. Let's go down. If it's yes, and you have children, you're monogamous, yes, you go down to children. Guys, I don't know if you know, kids cost a lot of money. Kids are not free. You're going to have to pay a lot of money for kids. And not only that, if you leave your wife when the kids are young, you're going to be paying for those kids whether you're there and seeing them or not. When you get married, the money is going to be flowing from your pockets into her pockets or into the kid's mouth or on their the clothes on their back. But if you're in a situation, even if you have non-monogamy and you didn't have a wedding, but you had children, you paying up, sir. I didn't give me, I didn't have a wedding. I have an open relationship. I have two wives. I have eight wives. It don't matter. Do you have kids? Guess what? I got money. Pay up. You're paying. Not only that, you're paying to ensure that the kids that she pushes out from between her body are yours. That's why you married her. Many of you fools, 10 or 11% precisely, the women, the, the kids that she pushed out from between her body aren't even your kids and you're still paying. I don't pay for women, coach. Marriage is not about for me paying. Oh, really? Okay, quit your job right now. Let's see how long you have a marriage. 
Yeah, it's getting real for y'all. Okay, but if you don't have children, let's go down to the next one. And you're still married because the next inverted triangle is divorce. You're still married, but have no children. Guess what? You're still paying. There's no out for you, sir. You're still paying. Okay, let's go to the next low chart. Children, yes. What if you get divorced? Guys, that's called the blank check that you just signed when you went to the first inverted uh, triangle of wedding. When you got married, you signed a blank check, which is basically if this marriage don't work out, you're going to pay on the exit. Remember I tell you aftercare, pay her on the exit, pay her to separate uh, severance, to pay her severance to end the relationship. Well, this is what you're doing. You're basically paying her severance to end the relationship. That is the divorce. And guys, that's big, big money. Because now you're really paying for no access. You paid. If you didn't get divorced, so divorce inverted triangle, no, you're still paying for her. <laughs> and you're paying to not get any more than likely. And you probably said something like, it's cheaper to keep her. So you said it's cheaper to stay with her as opposed to divorcing and paying big, big money. But you guys will come into my show telling me that I don't pay for women. And I'm shocked and floored at this mindset. This is, again, the male ego lying to yourself. <laughs> Absolutely lying to yourself. And you will say things like, happy wife, happy life. It's cheaper to keep her. She wears the pants in the family. And you'll sleep on the couch, and you'll pay the whole damn mortgage to sleep on the couch. You'll sleep in a separate bedroom, and she gets the big bedroom and the full walk-in closet. And your closet is downstairs in the basement. Hey, man, I hate to break it down to you, but this is one of the lessons that I have to smack your ass up on the head. Now, uh, let me do a couple of um, PayPal's again. Then we're going to get to you. We're going to get to the game, guys. We're going to get to the game, guys. Remember, I'm going to I'm going to set you guys back up. <laughs> All right, set you guys back up and go money, energy, attention, time. We're going to roll. We're going to roll again just so you guys can get a wake up call again. Who is this? Mr. Uh, Midnight Marauder says, gentlemen, stay on your purpose and you protect your meat. Shout out to CGA in the coach gang from the Midnight Marauder. Marauder. Marauder? I can't say that. Shout out to Connor. Wait a minute. Uh, we never say Mr. Dawson says, coach, when you read the messages this morning, when you read the message this morning about me asking for more money from my CEO since I'm doing the manager's job, and asking for a 50% raise, I know I sound crazy, but I am not easily replaceable because I have technically and trained experience in multiple aspects that if I leave, they would have to hire three people to do the job of Cali West. Shout out to you, he says, and still train them. Some people work nine to five, but I do nine to five and nine to six and six to 12, and I can afford to leave. Got to have leverage. Shout out to the coach gang. Congratulations. I believe that's Cali West. Um, yeah, if you have the leverage, you're good to go. Uh, and uh, it's up to them to pony up. If they don't pony up, you better be ready to have a, another alternative ready to go. Brother Arabian is in the building for Red Pillars and Black Pillars United in Truth. Shout out to everybody in all the pills, too, man. You know, you know, uh, most of us have a little bit of a overlapping of philosophies and whatever. Dave. Shout out to you, $5 from Trucker Dave. 
Jones says, coach equals the greatest life coach. Can I get a do Biden? Oh, yes, we can get a do Biden. All right, men want to be united on issues, but y'all want to do Biden, and some of y'all want to do Trump. I mean, come on, we can't even get united on that. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's going to go to Trump. God damn. Some of y'all went down there with your mama and your granny and went and did Biden. Hey, man, there ain't nothing more beta. <laughs> Come on, man. Y'all should have just threw the independent vote out there. It wouldn't have helped anyway. Who is this saying? Jay says, can you please clip the ninja, ninja, ninja scene? <laughs> I, I fell out when she said that. It was a ninja, ninja, ninja. Go back and see that part of my stream. Boob says nothing's free. Nothing's free. Now, again, you're going to go through life and you're going to get women to lay down for you for free. I, I'm not saying it never happens, meaning I'm not saying that um, that you don't have an encounter with a woman that's no strings attached. That's not the point we're making here. With that being said, all of your encounters are not like that. I, I guarantee you, you dealt with some BS that took some energy, attention, some of your time to get to that point. We can all agree on that. Yeah, but we're talking about money in their hands. Hold on for a second. We're going to talk about it. Justin Gonzalez says, happy X anniversary day to me, coach. Congratulations. He's gone. All right. No, no anniversary for you. Don't you love it? Tesla Noob says, I don't pay women. Uh, he says, I masticate them. <laughs> masticate. Does that eat? What is that? Salute. Masticate. I believe that's what it is. Dwight Davis says, uh, workers, he says, for workers, I just got the true message of Groundhog. Wait a minute, Groundhog? I'm confused. Mark C., thank you for your generous super chat. Appreciate you. Sorry for the government name. Deadly Edley says, thinkers, thinking of what to do, I done made dollars, done made sense. Done make sense. He says, uh... If don't make dollars, don't make sense. If it don't make dollars, don't make sense. Yeah, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. Um, Money's not everything, but let me just tell you. I just don't. I, I just don't see. Where people are saying that the money, the not giving the money directly is a is a better moral position. Not all guys can afford that. And I, and I hear other guys that say, well, if you're not cold approaching, you're not alpha. Let me tell y'all something. I'm going to tell y'all something. And, and some people who are pushing the cold approach, they should not have any business cold approaching. The reason why they shouldn't have any business is because they're, they're scraping the bottom of, of the barrel. They're in a position where they don't even need that. Like, why waste time? You actually are doing way more financially for yourself. Why waste time? playing the odds of the numbers game. And this is where I am at my point in my life. I'm like, why would I even go to that level? Again, I look at 80% of the women as absolutely useless to me. Not because they're women. They're useless to me. I mean, they literally would have to knock on my door, lay down like a Carl's Jr. star, and I would be like, all right, I guess we can do something then. And even then, I might be like, what would be the point? And the reason I'm there is because I've reached a point in my life where I'm there. Not every guy is there. It's going to take you guys a while. 
But I literally go outside and I'll be like, man, please. <laughs> but the problem is these same women expect me to be fawning all over them. I'll be like, oh, my Lord. Once you've once you've done this, this will mess you up, too. So just consider this. This is a this is definitely something that you have to um, uh, think about when you've had attractive women. I don't care how you had them. It's going to be hard to go back to unattractive women. <laughs> mm. All right. Like when when Kevin said av average at best, the reason why he can say that is because he was experiencing higher status women where however he was getting them. It's really hard to go backwards again. I'd be over here at the junior college and then it's gone. It'd be hard for me to look at 45 year old women. Seriously. I'd be like, <laughs> but that's because I've gotten to a point where I, it, I've had my, I've had my fun. I'm like, look at all of this tight skin. I mean, it, I don't know, man. I don't even know what to tell you. So in that case, I'll be looking at regular people like, mm -mm. now you might think, who are the hell are you? The problem is it don't matter who the hell I am. The, how I access this particular group of people makes you guys useless to me. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I'm trying to figure out how to tell you. Especially in the United States. It, it's, it's difficult. Not only that, I'm trying to literally trying to help you guys understand. When I leave Southern California, because I've been spoiled. Southern California spoils you because this is not the real world. It is a bubble. Although it could be its own country by itself. When I leave Southern California and I touch down in just a mid-level city, I'd be like, these people are ugly. <laughs> now y'all really hate me. I'm just, I'm just trolling. But for real though, I go to Kansas City and I'd be like, whoo, sheesh. I'd be like, how? How do y'all even do anything here, bro? I go outside, I'll be like, God lie, but golly. <laughs> I go to Milwaukee, I'll be like, oh my God. <laughs> like, do y'all date here? Like, wow. I've seen one good looking woman in the mall, and she was the sixth in California. <laughs> just like god man almighty literally i'm sitting here in orange county i'm sitting here next to the coast seven minutes from the the damn water um i go over to san diego i he said coach you wrong <laughs> i'm just letting you know i'd be like good god almighty <laughs> like, i can't do it I'd be like, boy, I would be like, I would be, I would be a monk if I moved down to some of these cities. But it's but what happens is again, that's being spoiled. So I will admit part of that is being spoiled, right? Same thing as if you tempt your tummy with the taste of some, you know, nice, nice, attractive women. The minute you cross that, it's hard to come back down. It's hard to come back down a lot. And women have this too, just so you guys know. Women have this too. This is why an average woman could have five ex-boyfriends that are six foot two. And then when your five, eight ass rolls up, she's like, I can't do it. <laughs> she's like, I can't do it. Right. She's always stood next to a taller, bigger guy. It's going to be hard for her to go backwards. So I have that same thing. 
I show up, I'll be like, let me see what kind of women are on Tinder. I'll be like, Lord, I go into Seattle. I'm like, man, I can't do this. Or Portland, Oregon. I go to Portland, Oregon, and I'm like, man, if I was from Portland, I would get the hell out of there. Oh, yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I went to Pittsburgh. I was like, shish. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Pittsburgh for like three, four days. I was like, Lord, have mercy. This is painful. <laughs> Pittsburgh. <laughs> I was like, man, if I see another cutoff pair of shorts, this, this looking like uh, to kill a mockingbird in here, man. Man, my God. Jean shorts. If I see another pair of jean shorts, I'm running. All right. So anyway, <laughs> all right, let's get in here. Pittsburgh, no, man, I can't do it. Again, I'm I'm spoiled. I'm in Southern California. I go to Pittsburgh. I'm like, Western Pennsylvania. But shout out to everybody in Pittsburgh. I can't do it. I wouldn't last one damn week in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I was at the football stadium and everything. I didn't see, I didn't see that damn near like three lookers in the whole damn stadium. I was like, God damn. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. But uh, let's get back to the show. Sorry, man. Shout out to everybody, bro. We having fun over here. Let's let's get to the next one. I know you ain't all that either, coach, but. I got money. All right. Who you want next? Let's go to the players and the uh, PUAs and the guys that say, I have game and I don't pay for women. Oh, man. Y'all going to get y'all a wake up call now. Let's get to your flow chart. I'm a player. I'm a Mac. I'm a PUA. I have game. First of all, this whole sense of nonsense of I have game. I mean, this has got to be, I mean, it's sickening. As a guy that's grown up in the 90s, right, listening to E-40 and Ice Cube, and I got so much game, I need a referee. I mean, we actually used to say game, and, uh, you know, we never sold it as a, a strategy, right? But some at some point, some guys took what they heard in rap music, and they 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 basically turned it into a damn course to sell to you. All right. And some of these dudes ain't got zero game, bro. Some of these guys were paying women to do stuff on video, making you believe that they're actually converting women in the middle of a nightclub, having them French kiss them on the streets. I mean, the bizarre. Listen, I'm not trying to ruin anyone's hustle. But. You know, we used to say you had game because you actually needed game. Now it's a different thing. You know, women weren't monetized back then. A woman loved to get a little attention. Now she gets too much damn attention. So are you paying if you're a game coach? Or if not a game coach, if you're a game guy, all, all you need is game. I'm going to show you you're paying for women. You're paying to access women. Sure, the money's not going directly to their hand, but what it's doing is it's going into the ecosystem that directly benefits her so you can improve your chances with her, a.k.a. the bars, the restaurants, the nightclubs, the concerts, and all of these things. It goes to the ecosystem in which directly improves her chances of hypergamy. 
And what you're doing is you're paying to promote all of these industries by showing up and appearing, right? You're not going to sit there with your mouthpiece and run up and down uh, Kilbourne Avenue in Milwaukee talking. No, you're going to be where the girls are at. Most of the most of the girls that you're doing it on are the worst girls that you're going after. They're they're the they're the lowest on the totem pole. They're the low. I mean, these are the catfish and the bottom feeders of the sea that you're running game on, right? But in, in the game artist's world or the pickup artist's world, any woman is a good woman. This is why they constantly have to say, "I want my body count to be 300, 400, 5. Why? Because they pick on bottom feeders and low quality women that they can turn over and then inevitably they inevitably they spend excessive amount of time excessive amount of energy and excessive amount of attention be it fake or not and that is going to translate into opportunity cost loss that is going to translate into low self-esteem that's going to translate into a bunch of things let's go down to it so are you a p especially you guys that follow these guys this is what's going to happen. You follow these guys. You think they got more game that they need a referee. So what you're going to do is you're going to invest in their game course. <laughs> so most of you game guys ain't got no game. You guys learned it from somebody. You bought a book. You bought a course. You bought a text program. Whatever the hell you bought. That's what you did. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to kick it. Remember, we ain't lying over here. Some guys are the exception to the rule to this. Where's my damn chart? But you bought something. If you bought a game course, you spent money to the ecosystem to keep the bullshit going. So now you're going to approach 100,000 women. All right. Validate 90% of them. Get absolutely zero from them. Inflate their ego and move on. I mean, you damaged the ecosystem at this particular point, but have at it. And you gave somebody $59.99 to keep the game going. Um, If you didn't buy a game course, you're a natural. You see right here? Inverted triangle. Oh, you're a natural. <laughs> you're so good at talking at talking to women. You're not scared. You know what I mean? You're a natural alpha. Okay, so let's say you got the game course and you go down to the game conference. <laughs> you go down to the game conference. You double down on your favorite pickup artist. I want to learn from you in person. Oh, you definitely played, sir. If you got one piece of peace leave out of this, you paid probably in the neighborhood of $900, nine hundred $959.99. $959 you $1,000 in to get one piece of peace leave that you weren't getting <laughs> as of yesterday before you bought the course. If you didn't go to a game co conference, you're a natural. You're a natural. You see this right here? So... At this point, the guys who are the naturals haven't spent any money. Again, there's always an exception to the rule. But if you ever bought a course and went to a conference, not, not a man, man conference, I'm talking about, you know, we're going to teach you how to run game conference, right? You flew somewhere, you bought an airline ticket, got a hotel, and you all, all that shit. You paid, brothers. You paid and you paid up the nose. Let's go ahead and down. So now from the natural tab, you skipped all of this payment and you went down and you refined your game. You're a natural and you get fresh to death just to walk outside. Now, you guys know me. I don't try to dress up every time I go outside. I used to do that. And I realized 
How many times did women be like, oh, I like your shoes? You know what I mean? Like, it didn't happen that much. But I see dudes going to Disneyland, Knott's Berry Farm, Magic Mountain. They got their Jordans on. They don't want to crease them. They got their outfit on. It matches. They got their Yankee hat matches with the Yankee jersey or the Yankee shirt or the blue shirt. They got their Kansas City Royal hat. It matches. They got the baby blue shirt and everything good. They ironed out, ironed their socks. They put the damn, they put the damn, uh, what do you call that? They put that, put that, uh, what is that spray called? Starch. They starch their pants. They got creases in their khakis. You got your hairline lined up, your fresh Timberland boots with the Yankee fitted with the do rag. You plan this shit out. <laughs> you planned all this out so a couple of girls can be looking at your way. Ooh, he fresh, right? Don't tell me you did it for yourself. Again, the rule that we have over here is we don't lie to kick it. We don't lie to kick it over here. I do this for myself. Okay, well, then women wear makeup for themselves not to impress men. Way, they, wear their, they wear their wigs and their, and their hair extensions for themselves not to impress men. All right, if you're going to use that argument, we're going to let the women use their argument too then. Right? You planned it. You set it up. And you got your socks just leveled up. And you ashy under the ankle part of your sock. But you lotioned up all the way up to the top to the knee up. All right. Yeah. You got your blingy bling. You got your you got your Cartier glasses. <laughs> yeah, you lined up. You you got your hair laid, all of that. You got your white dudes, you got your hair with the uh what what do they call it? With the dye, the little the little little highlights. You got your hair with the highlights and you spiked it up like this. You know how y'all do it. Y'all don't know how to do it. Like come way back like the 1980s white boys. Do the comb over. But no, they spike it up just good. <laughs> it's spiked up. It's like kind of messy and kind of not. Let's go back to the chart. You got your Gucci belt, your Gucci socks. You fresh to death. Let me just tell you. You paid. I don't want to hear no bullshit. Stop. Stop. You don't want to hear no bullshit. That's not, we don't lie to kick it over here. At this point, you're invested. At this point, you're paying for this attention. Again, remember the resources that we're talking about. Money, energy, a time, time and attention. Money, energy, attention and time. And it took you time to look like a bozo. So listen, <laughs> you got your pinky ring. You got your veneer. Yeah, you got your diamond encrusted. You got your skinny jeans just right. Let's not even get to the cars. Let's not even get to the apartments that you got so you can get easy lays. Oh, I'm going to move into this apartment, this luxury apartment, all by up here on the top floor. I ain't talking about nobody specific because I've done this myself. So that when I bring the girls home from the club, I got a nice place to be, you know, you got your bachelor pad. You got your, 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 your gentleman's layer. <laughs> you got your gentleman's layer. You got high price rent. You got uh, cars, three cars, and, uh, and the underground parking garage. Fresh to death every single day. Guess what? You paid. Forget about it. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing, bros. I don't want to hear nothing. We're not lying to kick it. Now, here they go. Well, that ain't directly paying. It's not going 
to the woman's hands again. You just paid for the ecosystem to continue the whole thing. So now you fresh to death. You done paid everybody around so you can get one woman's attention that night. Yeah. Okay. That's the ecosystem. And that allowed her to get up and put her hair hat on and her wig and her weave and her makeup and her high heels and all of that. And y'all dumbasses went to the ecosystem to bottom feed together. If you broke bread, you paid. We not going to hear the bullshit. And let's just say you scored a woman. You scored. You got your juke cologne. <laughs> You put your juke cologne, all of that, all of that counts. Because when I'm not trying to go out there and look, I don't use none of that. I, I was going to put a video on Instagram to show you how bummy I am in my 9-11. I literally be like blank T-shirt. I literally had like a camo T-shirt with a hole under the arm. I had some vans on and some socks and some damn cotton Nike shirts shorts. And I was out there driving around with this girl in the car in my 9-11. I'm like, I don't give a damn. <laughs> she got in. I'm like, I'm, I don't care. <laughs> like, I don't care about that, bro. You guys sitting over there putting your dye in your beard and all that. Sh that game over for me. They like, who car is this, man? Who car did you steal? But I, that's the ecosystem. I'm not playing that game. I don't need an $800 belt. I have an $800 belt. But I'm not gonna go out there. I don't, I'm not gonna need to wear it. Sometimes I want to be undercover. I want to be undercover. I don't want people to look at me, oh man, okay, oh, he got this and he got that. But you want to be seen because what you're wearing is all you got. Mm. Y'all not ready. What you're wearing is all that you have. Everything you got on is everything that you own. This is how you get into position to be a player, a Mac, and run game. Now, let's just say you don't. Let's just say you don't get fresh to death, and you didn't buy a game course, you're a natural, and you didn't go to a game conference. Well, then you're Pookie. That's basically what you are now. You're Pookie. You're the quintessential guy that gets all the girls with doing very little. I do have a picture of a Pookie. Let's see if I can pull that up. So you're going to be the guy who who um, can legitimately say he does not pay for women. Now, that's where we are now. You're the guy that is legitimately saying, I do not pay for women. But the problem is, you're a pookie. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's who you are right here. The problem is, you don't have a fresh pad. The problem is, you're probably going, you probably got an ankle bracelet or something like that. You probably slang, you know, slang rocks on the side. <laughs> you probably live at your mama's house. You know, I mean, there's a bunch of things, right? You know, but you're pookie. But you're winning, you know what I mean? In your world, you're winning. You're, you're, you're not paying any money. You're not paying to upgrade your life. You're just pookie. So let's go back to the chart. Again, remember, this is all general. If you want to get specific, we can get specific. This is just all general. So you don't get fresh to death. You don't pick up game. You're a natural. You're pokey. Okay. But 
let's just say you're a guy, let's go down, you'll get fresh to death. Um, you probably, in this strategy, and this is true, we actually identified this. You're probably going to, and this is the question, you've dealt with court action, you argue with women in the streets, you got a baby mama, you've caught an STD, let's just be frank, Pookie has been exposed to STD. Okay, just because you're a pookie and you're getting women for free doesn't mean you have not caught the itchy scratchy on several occasions. And PUA game artists need to be honest about this. You can't go through 300 women and not have your salami dripping at some particular point. Let's be honest. Okay, that's just a part of the game. You know, biologically, you mix enough fluids together, something's going to give you a little bit of a rash. Okay, so with that being said, you probably have dealt with false allegations, domestic violation court, argumentative women, baby mama-ism, uh, child support, STD, Planned Parenthood, driving a woman to early termination of pregnancy, all right, dealing with bricks thrown through your window, getting your car keyed, women showing up at your job. Shall I continue? See, that's the part they leave out. They don't talk about all that. They just talk about they they put some game in somebody's ear and they got laid. They don't talk about the rest of the stuff because they deal with it. They do. It's a lie. It's a lie for them. Listen, you don't have to lie to kick it. It's a lie to tell me you don't deal with these things. You deal with them, sir. And with that being said, if you have dealt with any of those things, Yes, sir, you have paid. If you had to see a lawyer, if you had to see a public defender, if you had to spend a night in a tank, if you had to go get your STD cleared up or STI, if you had to drop a girl off at Planned Parenthood, a.k.a. Paul George, if you had to do any of these things, sir, you have paid. And you have paid dearly. We ain't going to play no games around here. At some point, one of these low-quality women that you are paying attention to and running game to turned on you. The evidence is here. And you paid. Period. Point blank. Yeah, you had to go get a plan B. You paid. You paid for that access to her. Now, you didn't pay her directly, but you paid the ecosystem. You paid the lawyers. You paid to get out. You paid the bills, bondsman. <laughs> Period. And with that being said, if you haven't had any of these interactions, you're broke. Okay, so let's go down the line. You're broke, and so you're worthless in that aspect of getting money out of, uh, you know, women getting money out of you on the back end. They're like, you just a broke ninja anyway, right? She just basically going to say this. So uh, put this up on the screen. All right, I hope you're enjoying my flow chart. <laughs> She's like, you're, you're a nobody anyway. Anyway, hell with you, Pookie. Yeah, but you haven't paid. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, did I say this? What about condoms? Y'all don't count that pain? No? Okay. You just don't spend no money. You haven't spent no money. We, we are honest with ourselves over here as men. Let's just talk about this again. You're going to spend one of these resources. And all of them, if you put it in the right direction, you probably have more money than you know what to deal with. Somebody says, Pookies don't use condoms. Okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. 
So then that goes to say they probably got an STD for sure. All right. But um, in that aspect, when you say um, this, what is this about? We got to be honest with ourselves. Do we put the money directly in their hand? No, but we keep the systems going. You guys keep child support going alone by not paying for women. You guys keep the whole damn child support system alone, going alone, pokey, by not playing the, by playing the I don't pay for women game. And this is game for you. All right, so look, let me get to the super chats. And you pay too, poke. You pay for the contempt of court hearing and you pay when you got put in a slammer for no child support. <laughs> Shout out to no government name here. He says, what about time for experience? experiences and opportunity yep opportunity costs so i i know guys that have left work early to meet up with the girl that's pain you literally said i'm gonna leave work early or i'm not gonna go into work early or i'm not gonna go to work tomorrow or i'm gonna go in late tomorrow so you can stay cuddled up with a woman that's pain and then you could have took a trip and you didn't take a trip because you wanted to stay home because the girl you were with couldn't take the trip with you and you didn't want to pay. So you didn't even go travel. You could have learned a whole new language and learned a whole new experience, but you didn't do it so you could stay in Tupelo, Mississippi, up under some woman. That's paying, sir. You paid. That's opportunity cost. <laughs> you didn't put, you skipped school. You skipped your final exam because you were lovesick. That's paying. You pay big time. And what you guys, you guys think this pay thing has to do with money in, money out. But it's even worse because the opportunities you give up, the experiences you give up, you don't even realize how much you lost dealing with a woman in the absence of money. You don't even realize what you've lost. It's kind of like a, having a debit card. It's like a debit card. You have a debit card and you don't even keep track of your finances. You done done 5, 10, 15 transactions and then you go check your bank account. What? That's what it's like when you don't pay directly. You pay indirectly. Damn, why I'm struggling? Damn, why I'm broke? Period. Shout out to no government name. Yes, sir. Bryant. Bryant Thompson says, but coach, what about love? What about love for the hopeless romantics in here, right? What about love? Love is expensive. That's what about love. You will go broke on love. You will go broke. Now, if it ain't about the money for you and you just have somebody there, eventually what you're going to have to understand is right now it's not about money. I got money. But when the love wears off, it's going to be about money. The same woman that said, I just want your time is going to say, how come you never take me out to Applebee's? How come you never take me out to Magic Mountain? How come you never take me out to Six Flags? How come you never take me on a trip? How come you never buy me shoes? How come you never take me to a nice restaurant? Now it's going to be coming about money. And then don't knock her ass up. How come you don't pay for the baby formula? How come you don't pay for the diapers and the pampers? How come you don't pay? Oh, it comes with money. Love turns into money real fast. So that's what I don't want to hear. Yeah, it's love up front, but it costs up back. <laughs> How come you don't buy me jewelry? How come you don't buy me gifts? Then it turns into money. 
So let, don't fool yourselves out here, guys. All right. I'm giving you the advice every uncle should have given you, given you. Jason Webb with the $10. Appreciate you. XL Pro Services says 90 games been over. This is hookup culture. And love, love is gone. All right. Love is gone. I keep showing you guys, man, these reality checks out here. They giving y'all a and women are trying to tell y'all for real, but y'all don't want to listen. They telling you, just give me a couple of dollars. Oh, I, I want to play that video as we're at it. So um, let me see here. That's the oldest Not this guy. video. I want to play the video. It's a critical video. I'm going to have to fair use it. But uh, let's play you this video again. They're trying to tell you what it's all about. Not all of them think this way, but it's going to the point where you got to watch out. What's the oldest guy that you would date? Without money? 31. With money? 57. Y'all hear that? <laughs> Sheesh. She thought about it, and that woman is 20. She's in her 20s. Ah, and she ain't all that either, and I don't want to hear, well, she ugly, coach. That's a that's worse problem for you. That's what the ugly, ugly girls are thinking. What are the attractive girls thinking? See, you're saying, oh, she's just a six or a five anyway. Yeah, that's a problem. If the fives are thinking that, what are the eights thinking? <laughs> you know, I know what she's thinking. I've dealt with them. I got money. I've seen plenty of eights in Southern California, and all it took was a fistful of 20s. I got money. And I was able to turn it over. <laughs> With no problem, no negotiation. I <laughs> said, round of applause for coach. This is a problem for you because you're going to want these women to love you. I swear to God, you're in trouble. Uh, let's listen to this story. This is a heart-wrenching story. This is a heart-wrenching story. So this is a woman who says she works as an escort. This is from the soft white underbelly, which again, sounds like a, a fast Wednesday for coach. <laughs> All right, I'll do some shuffling over that one. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man, what you going to do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. All right, uh, fair use. Hey, oh, fair use, fair use. Hey, fair use here. Uh, soft white underbelly. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, this is a woman. She definitely on the flat backed area. Uh, she definitely is on the flat backed, which I don't. I ain't mad at her. Somebody says play the stack girls. That that gets me in trouble, man. That's what gets me in trouble on YouTube. I tell you, man, every time I play it, I'm like, boy, I know I can't play this. All right. Listen to this heart-wrenching story. And this is what I want you guys to understand about women. I know this firsthand. I know this for sure. Uh, this is the story of women get started early. This is what young guys don't realize. So, again, you're going to say, I don't pay, but you're dealing with women that have either been paid or had a they, they dated married guys or they dated some older guy or they fooled around a little bit. They fumbled their way through life. They were on drugs. They had psychology issues. And then by the time you run around them, 28, they got 12 years in, if not more. They got steep history that they cannot tell you about. 
This is the point in which then you're going to tell me you're getting her for free. And I'm going to tell you you're dumb. Because if you really knew where her life has been, people done paid her to do some things or she done gave it away for free to a whole bunch of other women. <laughs> okay. I mean, to a whole bunch of other men. Listen to this story. I mean, this one, woo. But it goes to the point that I've been making. They start young. It's a wide range. Yeah. Hey, 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 chipmunk mode. Now, this one's a little too young, but I want you to see her. I, I, I'm not advocating for this. This is a story that's on YouTube already, so don't blame me. I stumbled upon it. And she has a regular job, and she does a little bit of kind of sounds like she does seeking on the side. Now, listen to this. But I just, you know, because you work as an escort and, mm -hmm. and, and have this background, it's it's an interesting it's inter interesting to get your perspective on it. Yeah, no, I, I had an introduction to men at a very uh, young age. Uh oh. Uh oh, at a very young age, how young? Like the, I don't know if it's the sole reason, but like I guess my introduction to like sex work started at like twelve, pretty much. Yikes. <laughs> 12. Now, I've been telling you this, especially in some southern areas. I've been throwing that out there. 13, 14. They've been getting already started. They've been already dating older boys. Like by that age, Chiba's already dating older boys, right? So the 12 is dating 16-year-olds. And then by the time she's 16, she's dating 19, 20-year-olds. And then by the time she's 18 and 19, she's dating 35. And then by the time she's 28, she's going. And that's you. Now, not all, but enough of them are. You have to watch out. Let's listen. Much. How'd that happen? Um, She's starting to shuffle here. I had a best friend in middle school. Middle uh, school. Her dad at the time, I was like 12, and he was like, uh, I don't know, like in his 50s. <sighs> calm, done. Calm, done. Calm, done maybe or like late 40s or something like that he you want like the full story well you want the full story I mean, is, share as much as you, you're comfortable sharing sure i mean it's just like you can simplify it if that helps. okay i mean it's just like 10 years of stuff uh, oh really yeah 10 years this was going on in her life I, I, I'm I'm not advocating for this. When I'm telling you, you got to have a warrant. You got to do your due diligence when you're out here. These are the type of women you lay with at the club. And, oh, I got it for free. Bro, you got, you don't even know what you got. Let's continue. But I can. The sexual relationship with your friend's dad? Uh, we only had sex one time. But, um, yeah, like he met me and I guess pretty much like fell in love with me. And. He was being uh, sentenced to prison. He lived in California, and I was in Miami. And so he was a pookie daddy. He was a daddy pookie. He was going to prison, and he's out here doing the unthinkable to his daughter's friend, bro. Uh, he came down to see his daughter I, and I might not be getting all the details. Right. So I, I like of their part, but from my perspective, this is what happened. And, um, 
he was being sentenced to prison, so he wanted to see her like one last time because he was going to go for three years or four years, whatever it was. Um, he met me on his birthday, which is October 1st. Uh, and I say this because October 1st, just a lot of stuff happens on October 1st for some reason for me. She traumatized, by the way. This is tra this is trauma. And this is something that happens way more than is discussed because of how it's discussed. Right. People are going to be like, why are you talking about this? This happens way more than, you know. Um, so <laughs> I meet him. He falls in love with me. Essentially, we maintain touch for like so I can keep him updated on his daughter or whatever. Now he's a predator. That's what he is. He, he's preying on her. He's like calling me. We talk on the phone all the time. He would send me like love letters from, from prison. From prison. From prison. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he would send me poems and stuff then he got out um we maintained touch he would fly back and forth to like come see me um yeah see she she messed up over this again i i i'm i and i understand why she's messed up but these are some of the traumas that sometimes people are going through and they can't tell you if you were dating her she would tell you none of this if, if they were dating you, she would never tell you any of these things, right? And so, because she doesn't know how to deal with it. She might be in therapy. This woman admits she was on therapy and she's 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 under some sort of um, drug or whatever. Uh, I think I was like 16 and this was like the time I was going to go to the military. So he like got a hotel for us and bought me like all this lingerie. And I just felt like really uncomfortable because like I... I I didn't like, I wasn't attracted to him. I didn't like feel that for him. But at the time I felt like, I don't know. I Man, she messed up. Let's just call it a spade a spade. And so older men do these things and prey on these women. And then they don't know how to deal with it. The men doesn't go. I mean, he was already going to jail. So I'm sure he probably back in jail again. Or if she never got that resolved and he never was punished for it. Guess what happens to her? She goes back out in the world. She carries that around. For 10, 20 more years, and then you show up, Mr. Game Guy. And this is the woman that you get, you brag about banging out. This is what you brag about banging out. And then she becomes a nightmare in your life. Right? This is the stuff that I'm talking about. And I'm being as real as I can. All right? I'm, I'm talking about difficult issues so I can tell you what's real out here. A lot of young women experience stuff like this. They're early part of their lives. And they never get it resolved. And then when they turn 28, Right. I was slumping down on my chair. They turned 28 and you're trying to have a normal relationship with them. And it's like this. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, aka nice guys, right? And that's you. Uh, yeah, you pay. You're going to pay when you're dealing with people with these issues and you don't vet. And your only 
your only uh, marker of success is that you fornicated with her. I think you're, I think you're below the, you're the lowest of the low. For real, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You can, you can throw that back on me too. It's fine, but uh, you're in my same boat. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. And you marry dudes that cheat on your wives and pay escorts too. Y'all in the same boat too. And you marry guys that are moral that get raked over the coals in family court. We're all in the same boat. We're all in the same game. Oh, demon, demon deacon came in here, bro. Pause. He didn't came in here. The OG pretty thug demon deacon is in the building dropping his knowledge over there. Appreciate you. All right. That was a that was a very much a sponsorship. One oh says Mitches and Gumps never pay, coach. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mitches and Gumps never pay. Oh man. Uh Robert H says, uh, sorry, meet for experience and opportunity. Oh, so I have to go back to what you said earlier. He said, uh, sorry, what about time for experience? What about meat for experience and opportunities? Trading meat for experience and opportunities. Um, yeah, man, I think uh, we talk about that in the networking and all of these things. I think, you know, the dating strategies that people have, you basically can make that into, this is how you network better to prove, improve your position. So it's all the same. It's all sales tactics, right? So it's a sales tactic. Whatever they tell you to do for women, do for business. I'm, I think that's what you're talking about. GH says, sub coach. He says, took down a pog the other day. Tig old biddies. <laughs> you know, you got to play with those. You know, it is what it is. Uh, people have to find the find what they, you know, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, zero fallout says these gumps think having a man cave is a win. That's the Mary gump, right? So he'll say, oh, I'll look at my man cave. And you're like, man, like, gosh, I mean, your life got to be miserable. Listen, I was married for almost nine years coming home every day. It ain't all that. And it's not that your wife is bad, but, uh, it just wasn't for me. I felt like, uh, I felt like a caged bird. I was like, this is terrible. And guys, marriage ain't what they say it is. So you guys got to get that through your skull. Uh, we're going to call you Fortenberry is in the building. I believe he says, coach on fire. Shout out to the coach gang. We in here. Mr. Thomas Courtney says, uh, keep speaking. The he says, keep speaking them facts over here. Y'all don't want to deal with that. Y'all don't want to deal with that. I got a couple more and I'll go through them quickly because we are getting to the two hour mark. Let's do a couple more. We're going to do pimps and cohabitators. All right, so I put them in the same category because what they're doing is almost the same, almost similar. So a lot of times, as you guys know, uh, like I said, in my family, I've had a real-life PIMP from the Midwest. Uh, a lot of times we give pimps the ultimate level of respect because they know, um, they know, how, to, they know how to object to women and get them under some sort of control, right? But but with that being said, they also deal with very low quality women, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, they are dealing with the bottom of the barrel many times. And you, we just don't understand it. We don't want to take that L. We got to uplift someone. And somebody will say, well, I'm a real life PIMP. But if you look at the, and some of you guys don't see this part of them. The only way I was able to see it was that I had one in my family, right? I don't go around Figueroa and whatnot, but I saw it. You're not talking about high-level women. You're not. These are women that got problems, bro. 
problems. Not only that, you're also dealing with underage women. This is some, this is something part of the culture that they don't talk about. Not all of them, but some do. Underage. So while y'all are talking about these men are the best men and the men and the men, they're, you're talking about somebody that is dealing with some low quality. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about cohabitators. These are men who live with women. So I put them in the same category because what they're doing is somewhat similar. All right. So are you a PIMP or a cohabitator? Are you a pimp? Yes or no? Okay. If you're not a pimp, you go to no because you're cohabitating. Because pimps live with their women most time. I mean, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are aware of this. But on the chart of money, energy, intention, and time, a PIMP, oftentimes, let's go ahead and put the, let's put the chart up, of transactional resources that a man has. A PIMP is spending, let's take the money off. We'll, we'll tackle that in a minute. But he is expending significant energy on these women. Significant. And then he's also spending a, a significant amount of time. I'm sorry, attention on these women in a significant amount of time. He's paying attention, spending time and energy expending for sure. Not only that, I'm going to get to another key secret about this type of lifestyle. Some of these lifestyles start off as boyfriend, girlfriend relationships, but they'll transition it into a PIMP, right? Um, and a lot of and a lot of women who work the streets know this as a tactic. All right. Um, but um, let's go back to the chart. These are the things that people don't discuss. And I'm not talking down about this industry. What I'm telling you is this is the reality. So um, here it is right here. Are you a PIMP or a cohabitator? PIMP, yes or no? Yes. Same thing with the cohabitator. If, if you're a PIMP, yes. Do you, uh, by the way, this is going to cost you money. It costs them, you know, he's going to spend their money on watches and Cadillacs or whatever stereo. That's the stereotypical pimp. Most guys are kind of like gangbangers. You know what I mean? Most PIMPs on the street today are more resemblance of gangbangers than they are like legitimate, you know, uh, uh, Bishop Don Magic Wand pimps, right? So, but that's neither here or there. But they're going to spend money on flashy, dashy stuff. Do they sleep with the women? Do they sleep with the women? So let's go down to our chart. PIMP, no, you're not a PIMP, so you're going to be a simp. Do you sleep with the women that you cohabitate with? If it's a no, you're a simp. <laughs> okay. If it's a yes, if it's a yes, you sleep with the woman you cohabitate with, you're spending money. You, you got to be spending money unless you're a flat out um, pookie. You're going to be pookie. You're not spending money, but you ain't making no money either. All right, which is damn near ridiculous. All right, so you're saying the woman takes care of me. I mean, God dang. I mean, if you're not on the level of pimp, I don't know what to tell you. You both are scraping the bottom. Not all pimps, though. I'm just saying, you guys are doing, you're scraping the bottom. I mean, I don't know what to tell you as a man. If you're living up under a woman and you ain't got no money, you, you're going, I don't spend no money on the women. I, what? Oh, my God. Where are you? I can't even point on the flow chart of the catfish. I can't even point to the part of the lake where you are. Like, where are you below? The shrimp or the catfish? Where are you at? Um, 
here it is right here. Let's continue down. Do you sleep with the woman? So if you're a PIMP and you sleep, guys, I don't know if you guys know this. This is a secret. This might be a secret. But these people sleep with the, the women that they're put on the street. I don't know if you're aware of this because I know you guys are. PIMP is the way to go. But they sleep with these women that sell themselves eight times a day. Did y'all know that? Y'all didn't know that, did you? See, you never even thought about that, did you? But they do. Not all of them, but they do. What I'm going to say about that is I don't know how y'all put that person at the top of the food chain of manhood. I'm not lowering them, but I'm definitely going to have to take them off the top. Do you get what I'm saying? So how, how do y'all put that person as the top? Why? Because he can manipulate the person to go make money for them. But he also, the person that does this, he, they do, they're doing things on the street with regular Johns and they come back and this person kisses this woman. While they rolling up weed. Hmm. You got to think about that. You got to think about that for a second. Man, do I want to represent my that lifestyle? No, I don't want to represent that. Maybe you do. Maybe you do. But don't tell me you're winning. You can't tell me you're winning. You can't tell me you're not paying for women at that particular point. You can't tell me you're the man. I, you're not the man. <laughs> okay? You're not the man at that point. You're cool. We cool. But you're not the man. I can't look at you that way. Guys, I had an uncle that got into this life. I saw it with my own eyes. And I was like, yo, that's disgusting. <laughs> I was like, yo, what? And you know what they used to say? Because it would be a new woman. We go to his house. We knock on the door. We go to his house. And there'd be a new woman all there all the time. And we'd be like, man, our uncle, we used to say his name. Our uncle, man, he's, we used to think he was the man. He's like, man, this guy got new girls all the time. We're like, who are you? And there was one girl that was always there. There was one girl that was always there. And that was the, the bottom B. So we knew her. Anytime we saw her, she was like a black Asian looking woman. Like with long, curly, uh, dark hair. She like black and Asian. She, and she was like the old, um, she was like an old madam. You know what I mean? But she was young, but she talked, she probably was like 28. She'd been with him for years, right? And she was in and out of the life. They go in and out of town all the time, come back. And uh, you know what they would say? They would say, we were like, who are you? And um, the girls would say, I dance for said man. She said, I dance for whoever this is. I'm like, because we're like, who are you? Oh, I'm so-and-so. I dance for this person. And we as kids, me and my cousin, we were like, what the hell does dance mean? <laughs> right? <laughs> what does dance mean? We never could figure it out because we were kind of young and innocent. We were between the ages of like 10 and 14. So we're like, what does dance mean? <laughs> we, we knew he was doing something funny with them. But we didn't know what it was. They never would come out and say it. 
and then relatives would treat them a certain way. They would be looking at them like, oh, God, right? So it was a kind of a funny situation, right? They'd be like, oh, I dance for so-and-so. But that was the code word for it. And we used to be like, after a while, we was like, this is not, <laughs> you're like, this don't make no sense. You know what I mean? Like, this is the lifestyle I don't want to live. Like, who wants to do that? And they was always, you go to his house in the morning or the afternoon, it was always nothing going on there. They would sleep. And then all of a sudden, 8 a.m. comes around, it was a damn party. And they was firing it up. And they was all jumping in the car, piling in. And then they would go dancing. Or they go to some club and whatnot. So this is all the stuff that I used to see. And I would be like, that ain't no, that ain't no. That's not what you want. I don't think that's what you want, guys. So let's go to the next part. You go down the chart. Do they sleep with the woman they cohabitate with? Yes. Okay, you're paying. All right. Or if they're a low, you're paying. Uh, going down, they, they don't send the girls to one house and he goes home to his family. They don't do that. They all in the same house many times. Or at least the top one or two girls are in the same house. Let's go down. Uh, do you pay any of the bills in this cohabitation situation? If it's a yes. You are paying for access to that woman. You are paying. Without question. If you're paying half the bills, you're paying. All right. I don't want to hear I don't pay for women and I don't pay. You're paying, bro. I don't even know what to tell you. If you're not paying, you don't pay any bills. Go down. You're a straight gangster Mac. Straight gangster Mac. But sometimes I look ridiculous. I eat up all your crackers and your licorice. Hey, yo, girl. Come here, are you ticklish? Yeah, I called you. And look at me, you're skinny. And nothing getting me from getting busy. I'm a freak. I like the girls with the boom. I once got busy in the Burger King bathroom. I'm crazy. Allow me to amaze thee. They say I'm ugly, but it just don't phase me. I'm still getting in the girls' pants, and I even got my own dance. <laughs> Why did I have to beep out the word fat? Um... If you're not paying any bills and the girls are paying the bills, you're a straight gangster Mac. All right. Um, are you babysitting these women? Meaning a PIMP will babysit his girls, right? He's got to be watching over them or the bottom chick got to be watching over them. He's got to be checking out. Why are you at the bus stop? Why don't you move to this corner? That's babysitting. Why don't you bring me the money? And then they bring in the money. How come you only got $500? You know, chick better have my money. You know, type of stuff. This is babysitting. <laughs> or do you have to sit around with this woman every weekend? Oh, we got to go to Ikea. We need some new furniture. We need some new curtains. Why are you sitting there on your recliner? Why are you playing PlayStation again? All right, you got a babysitter. You got to take her Friday, Friday night come. You got to do all the stuff. This is all babysitting. If you do this, sir, you paid. Without question. Okay. Let's just say this. Can another man come and smash this girl? <laughs> so whatever you're doing in your cohabitation, whatever you done paid, is it okay if I come over tonight and take your woman to the bedroom? If the answer is no, what you paid for was access to her. That's, what, that's why you're babysitting her. Same thing with the PIMP. Can another PIMP take her this weekend to Dallas and work during the All-Star game? The answer is no. Meaning he's got a he's paying or he's spending money, energy, attention, or time to babysit her for access to what? Her. Mm. 
Many people who have harems and concubines, thank you, Soralita. Many people who have harems and concubines do so to do what? They pay for them to sometimes be guarded, protect this one. And they'll pay people to guard that person in the harem. In essence, they are paying. So a lot of people, you guys take certain things from certain things and then you adopt it. I'm going to have a harem. I'm going to have a concubine. I'm going to have a PI. I'm going to have hoes. But you don't also try to make, you don't come to the realization that you got to pay for them. And then you will listen to a guy say, hey, I put I put cash in the hands and I do like this to the woman. Oh, you are lower of the low. But you want a harem. You want a concubine. You want to have plural marriage. You want to have um, you want to have uh, open relationships. You want to have a, you want to be a PIMP. You put all of these at the top of the food chain. And in essence, you got to pay for all of that, sir. You got to pay big money for that. And this is what I don't get about you guys. You guys prioritize all these people. Well, they paying and these are the low and the low and you're paying. So what I'm telling you is all of us are paying. It don't matter how you slice it. <laughs> it's a known fact that if you have a concubine and a harem, you're probably filthy, rotten, rich, and you got to pay resources to them. Stop it. We tell you guys what's the real. And if you ain't babysitting these girls, you in jail. That's why you ain't out here with them. Let's go to the last chart. Um, dating. We'll do the last chart, and then maybe I'll have time for pay-per-view. Let's say, let's say you're a person, you're the good man dating. You're dating, right? I don't pay because I just date them, all right? But I don't even pay for the dates. Here it is right here. Are you dating? Dating app. All right, how are you getting your women? You're not running game on them. Or you're not meeting them in the field. Maybe you are. Are you dating? Dating app. Are you using a dating app? If you're a no, you settled in the numbers game, period. You haven't even tempted Joe Tummy with the taste of nothing, honey. You ain't even going out there to even find the amount of women that you can actually find. So you got your woman, you met her on some uh, serendipitous whim somewhere in your neighborhood. You settled. You met her in your net, whatever it is. Dating app, if you're using dating apps, you're using money. You're the commodity. They're selling you, by the way. So you sold your soul to swipe on that app. You probably have Tinder Premium or Bumble Premium or whatever it is. You probably have one of these things. No, I only have no, I only use Tinder, the free app. Okay, so you only got a certain amount of swipes. You only go, you're going to run out of swipes. Then you got to wait for the next day. All right, come on, man. Let's not lie to each other, bro. We're not going to lie. Okay, next part. Rotation. You use you got a dating app, meaning you're going to have multiple swipes at women, multiple dating opportunities. And you're going to say, you're going to say, I have a rotation. Guys, just on the time that it takes to manage a rotation, that's opportunity cost. You're paying. All right. Um, you're not going to sweet talk all of these women to coffee dates. Uh, let's not fool ourselves. All right. You're going to you're going to turn over some and all that stuff. But let's just be honest. Having a rotation is not for free. You're not just going to sit at home and just let people just run up in there after a while of entertaining these women one or two times. Yes. But you're going to break bread at some point. You're going to have to really fire that dating app up. You're going to have to go out and meet swipe and message. That's all takes time. 
Um, if you don't have a rotation, then again, you settled. <laughs> you settled. If you got one woman that you not didn't meet her on a dating app, you met her in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, she you met her an hour outside of Columbus. You settled, but it's okay. Settling is fine. Let's go down to the next one. If you don't have, if you do have a rotation, yes. Do you put your best foot forward on the dates? Meaning, do you make an effort? Do you dress up somewhat? You know, again, this is the whole thing about, you know, going back to the ecosystem. Do you put your best foot forward when you meet these women? I mean, do you show up with your J's uncreased? Do you show up with your khakis creased? Or do you show up like a bum? Well, if you show up like a bum, you're struggling in this dating marketplace. Unless you're just that dude. If you do put your best foot forward, I got money. You now spent money for this process you call, I don't spend money on women. You're fooling yourself. All right. Now, there's dudes that are out here that don't put no effort. Congratulations. But you're dealing with low quality women nine times out of 10. You wouldn't even show me the pictures of the women you smashing. I'm just letting you know. All right. If you have committed during this dating process and you're a good man, you've committed. Welcome to the money spending club. All right. You've paid. You don't tell me you got to the commitment part and you broke no bread. Okay. There was something, some, something, something got paid somewhere. Something got paid. If you didn't commit, welcome to porn. Okay. <laughs> which you then paid access to, or you're just, I just watched the free stuff, coach. Okay. <laughs> Again, we don't lie to kick it. All right. Uh, but there's guys that tell you they go through this every day and they don't pay. You're paying probably just for the waste of time you're paying. <laughs> uh, let's go for pay for play and then we'll go, or we call it pay-per-view over here. Pay for, we'll, we'll be honest. We'll be honest with you. Pay-per-view, which is perhaps the cheapest way to go around this entire thing. But some people say this is the lowest, but let's go ahead and qualify it. Somebody says time wasting is bad enough. Time wasting to me is the most egregious of them all. To me, I just see no point in wasting the time, especially in today's marketplace, because it's a joke. You can't tell me it's real. I mean, it's an absolute farce out here. Um, he says right here, uh, pay-per-view, if you're on Figueroa or anything of the equivalent, <laughs> now the yes category is on the other side. If you are on Figueroa and you're picking girls up on the side of the road that are walking the streets that have PIMPs, you have STDs <laughs> in which you are paying, sir. You're paying in health. And healthcare costs. I don't advise doing anything of the like. First of all, it's illegal. The next thing is, if you are not on Figueroa, that means you're going to have to pick up your money quite a bit. You're going to have to pick up your money because Figueroa is cheap. If you're going to do pay-per-view any other way, it gets expensive. If you're on something like Seeking or any of these college girl apps where you're paying for dates, you're paying for opportunities, you're paying to make them, send them back to their dorm. You're not paying for any interactions physically. 
You're just paying to terminate the relationship afterwards. If you're on seeking, then you go down, you broke bread. You broke bread just to go on the app. If you're not on seeking, welcome to STDs. All right, you're still on STDs. Because <laughs> I don't know where you're getting them from. But yes, welcome to the, you're going to spend on healthcare. You're going you're gonna to pay to get that penicillin or that shot. All right, if you're going down to the arrangement category, which then you're paying them an allowance, which I don't advise doing, but if that's you, it's you. Welcome to money, but let's qualify it. Could it be big money? Could it be small money? It, it, what type of relationship is this? It could be chump change to you. I guarantee you it's cheaper than any of these other arrangements that I actually just brought up this day. But it would be considerably cheaper. It's cheaper than cohabitation. <laughs> it's cheaper than marriage. It's cheaper than running game. Because you can show up in slides and a t-shirt as long as she got paid. She don't care what you're wearing. Now, she's going to be like, I love the finer things and you need to spoil me. She don't care what you're wearing. <laughs> she don't care. She like, just give me my money. I got money. So you don't have to get dressed. <laughs> if you're no doing no arrangements, you're struggling trying to do pay-per-view. I would just tell you, you better find another. You better go monk. You better you better rub one out. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. You're, you're going to be in trouble in this endeavor. All right. If you go down to the roar and snore, and I'm also going to add fall in love. If you fall in love with a pay-per-view, you're going to get ran out of money so fast, it's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> if you roar and snore, meaning they were there, you got what you wanted, you gave her a parting gift, and you went to sleep, you paid. But you paid for the ability to do so, meaning tomorrow you don't have to go to her nephew's two-year-old birthday party tomorrow you don't have to go to the farmer's market tomorrow uh tonight you don't have to sleep next to her while she snores uh tomorrow you don't have to take her and entertain her the entire weekend tomorrow you don't have to take her to ikea tomorrow you don't have to get her to resize her wedding ring her wedding band tomorrow you don't have to get a wedding dress tomorrow tomorrow you're free tomorrow <laughs> That cost you something, but you got freedom. But if you didn't roar and snore, you're back to running game. See, here you go right here. You tried to go on seeking and play this running game stuff. All you did was call the STD and struggled, and then you tried to run game, and you got made a fool out of. <laughs> that's what happened to you. So that's, that's the whole thing. There's no perfect thing here, but what are we going to do for you men today? He says, Coach, you're speaking from experience. I've never done anything of the like. I've never done any of these things. I'm innocent until proven guilty. But the point being made here, and we'll get to all the chats here. The point being made, it's all, whether you slice it, you've all transacted at some point for all of your relationships. It's a matter of where you want to put 
where who the bad guys are and who the good guys are. Depending on your perspective, you might have it all wrong. I might look at you as the bad guy. You might look at me as the bad guy, which is weird, right? You're like, what? How did you paint me out to be the bad guy? Because I say you're delusional. But you might look at me as they say, you're the bad guy because you're contributing to the delinquency of the society. And I say, well, that's your problem because I'm not trying to uphold the standards of society. The society is already going left. All right. It's already left. I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. What am I supposed to do with that? (laughs) Shout out to Sean Mason. Sorry for your government name. Appreciate you. What am I supposed to do? Stop them from doing it? Shout out to Maryland guy. He says, even gangsters pay for women too. They pay for potential prison sentences. No man is exempt. Yep, the whole gangster thing, guys, those guys go to jail all the time over women. What about the people who get who who die in the street being Captain Saban? Remember the basketball player, Adrian something from Michigan State? He died over some woman. That's pain with your life. Literally, you pay with your life. Again, it's all paying, man. This whole thing about I don't pay, I think is the most foolish. What you're saying is then you're doing semantics. Well, I don't pay directly and it's low for you to pay directly. I think it's goofy to write a blank check to women in which you're doing. I know a guy who lives with two or three women. And he literally will open his mouth and saying, it's low for you to pay. I'll be, be like, <sighs> I'd be like, you cannot be serious. Like, you can't be serious as a man. You live with multiple women. <laughs> you live with them. And they apparently can be openly with other partners, but you don't pay. Where where are we going in the world? I, I we really got to get men. I, I'm trying to get men on board here. First thing we got to do is you got you got to understand you don't have to lie to kick it. Number one. Number two. The next thing you're gonna have to do is you're going to have to accept that all men pay. Oh, and I forgot. If you pay taxes, you pay for women. <laughs> so let me just tell you. I thank you for that. That was uh, Clee J. If you pay taxes as a man, because we're the protector and the provider, let's go back to the guys. We're the protector provider. If you pay taxes, you paying for all these women out here, sir. All of them. Every single one of them. <laughs> Social services do not get the coffers filled until you pay your taxes. So let's cut the BS, please. And then we can get on as men. But if you want to be the higher up, the muckety muck, and I'm higher and better than you, I just destroyed all of y'all with the flow chart. And again, I know some dudes will be like, no, you don't understand the the culture and you don't understand players and match. You don't understand. Guys, man, I've been through all of that. You ain't talking about no new guy out here. I'm out here. I've been around here and I got people that have been in the game. 
I can tell you about the real that you guys won't even consider even thinking about. You guys think these guys are up here. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Bro, oh my God. You guys been listening to too much Snoop Dogg. All right, too much 50 Cent. You've been missing too, too much 50 Cent. The culture that they're telling you about, it ain't that. If you really knew what the culture is, you would be like, I can't do it. You wouldn't even be able to do it for one week. You wouldn't even be able to keep up. Where are we at here? GH says, sub coach took down the pog the other day. Oh, wait a minute. Did I get that already? I did. He says, do you like pogs occasionally? I, I, there was a time that I liked them a lot. There was a time that I liked them a lot. Now I don't rarely go there, no. And the reason why I like them a lot is because I, you know, people don't realize that for a certain segment of society, they're high elevated, but for most of society, they're low. Now, the reason I like them because they were easy. I don't disrespect them. I don't dislike them. But um, to the truth being told, if you put them on the scale for most people, they would go untouched on the market. And once you've been above that, you can't go back to that. I'm just being 100% honest. I'm not being disrespectful for them. There's a market for them. And it ain't high. It's low. <laughs> it's it's low-hanging fruit. <laughs> oh, man. I, I just want to be real with you on that. Now, they're fun, they're entertaining, but I, I think what tends to happen is, what tends to happen is there's a lot of um, deception. You know, there's deception with everybody because uh, men act like they're wealthier and well-off than they are, and women act like they're more attractive. But what happens is there's a deception with clothing and all of these things that can make things look like they sitting up nice and right. You be like, boy, they sitting up nice and right. Everything proper thick, right? Everything flawless. You look at the skin, everything, all the skin you can see, flawless looking. Everything you can see, the cleavage sitting up right, the titty sitting up nice and right. But then when you get at home, when you take them clothes off, it's a different story. And you start seeing what's really there. You'll be like, whoa. You start seeing the makeup melting off the face. You start seeing all kind of dimps and divots and cur curdled up areas and, and stretch marks. You start thinking, wait a minute. I didn't see none of these things. And again, you might not see anything wrong with those. I mean, I know there's a time where I didn't see anything wrong with that. But then when you start seeing stuff, you like, it didn't look like that a few minutes earlier. I was thinking it was going to be this and it was not that anymore. But now that we're here, now that we're here, let's go on and finish up. <laughs> but afterwards, when you get clarity, you're going to look at her. And this is why I want men to understand one thing. And young men, you guys got to understand this. And we're, it's what we do is unfair to women. We lie and we say we like certain things. And then we sleep with them. And I'm not being moral here. I'm just telling you, this is a part of manipulation. You say you like it. And then when you sleep with them, you don't like it. And then you disrespect them and you kick them and you call them names and you call them SLUTs because she gave it up early. Hey, she was digging you. She could have been digging somebody else. Pa pause. You could have been digging. She could have been with somebody else. She was with you tonight. 
But now the disrespect, now the shaming, now the, the name calling. Look, man, you got to learn, man. If, if you don't like it, don't pipe it. <laughs> if you don't like it, don't pipe it. Don't talk yourself into liking it, and then you hate yourself at the end of it. That's what serial killers do. Serial killers do that. They go and mess with the girls, the streetwalkers, and then when they bust and they get clarity, they want to off them and, and tell them how bad they are as a human being. You lie down with her, sir. How, work, how low are you? You lie down with that woman. All right, so know the difference between real advertising and false advertising. And know they're playing the game on you with these clothes and this makeup and this witchcraft. That's what they're doing. Um, yeah, it's called hate effing. They're playing a the game with you vis visually. They know you are a visual creature. They're playing games with you. This is the whole thing with the black leggings. Because if they were white leggings, you see all the dips and dips. You see all the errors. But no, everybody's walking around with black sheer leggings to make everything, all the flaws go away. And then when you peel the pants off, you'd be like, you didn't see all the varicose veins then. Now you're seeing all the blemishes. Now you're seeing that she didn't shave her legs above her ankles today. Now you're seeing, or your 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 orifices are taking things in. You're going, oh, I, I, see, as a man, as a grown man now, I know this. So then I don't do these things to these women out here anymore. I let y'all be. Y'all go over there. No, I don't want to mess. No, you're I'm a you're you're a good woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I know what push up bra when I see one. You know what I mean? I I know these tricks that you're playing on me. No, 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 no. I know on Tinder, I know, I know, um, I know filters. I know all of these Instagram tricks. I know you're 45 with filter on your face. I can see it. You're hiding something. Swipe right, swipe left. You're hiding something. I don't want no parts of it, but I'm still pretty. No. And then when I'm going to show up, I'm going to see all these damn lines and the weather beating on you. And I'm going to see your chest got liver spots and all kind of acne and discoloration. I, look. I'm not dissing you, but what I'm saying is I know not to mislead you to the point where then I regret it. And then I got to look at you and honestly be like, give you an honest assessment. And then you're mad at me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think men need to be realistic about that because you guys do these two things to these women out here. And that's why they mad at you for real. I understand they're mad at you for that reason. I'm not trying to save them, but what I'm saying is we need to be a little bit more honest. I like overweight and what do they call them? BBWs and supersized and all that. You say you like it, but get done with that five strokes. I guarantee you, you're going to be singing a different tune. <laughs> you, know what saying? you like it for whatever lust you have or whatever fetish you have, but you're going to be singing a different tune because then now you're going to look at Something that you didn't really anticipate looking at. You're going to see something and be like, now that part I don't like. <laughs> Somebody said stop. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Natty. You know how it is. Hey, Miss Natty, you know how I, you know how it is. You're going to be, you, the guy, you've been with guys. You thought he was into you and then he finished up. He's not into you anymore. The room smelling like 
Badusi, and you're going, you know, as a man, you start, woo, didn't anticipate that. Guys, press one in the chat room if you've ever experienced that. If you went, and then it got functified in there. And you was like, I just didn't call that. I didn't realize that that was going to be. <laughs> I did not realize that it was going to be like that. And you go. And she's like, how's about another round? You start, he said, the fuck of 40,000 a year. You start opening up windows. You smell it all in your beard. <laughs> you be taking a shower for two days. Damn, putting shampoo in. Putting all shampoo in your beard. <laughs> you like, man almighty. I cannot invite her over again. And she's like, can I come over tomorrow? You be like, thinking about it. Like, my house is going to smell What we're doing here is we're educating you men. You can't even eat a fish fillet tomorrow. You go to McDonald's, you're like, God damn, I got me a fish fillet. You get the fish fillet. You can't even look at the fish fillet the same. Or is it the fillet of fish? It's the fillet of fish. You look at the fillet of fish, you like. Oh, my goodness. All right. I need to stop, man. We going overboard now. Man, this is why they don't like me. <laughs> this is why they don't like me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You got to get your damn, uh, your your bar soap. What is this? The steel bar soap. Get you some steel bar soap, guys. Get you some steel bar soap. Uh, soap. <laughs> anyway, we educate. We educate men here. Uh, somebody says, could could men look presentable solely for self-care? Shout out to OGA. So I was general about you looking good for women, right? So, no, um, it's not always the rule. You didn't get dressed up for women. Like, just the same as makeup. Women got, they wore the makeup for themselves. You generally, men generally do, especially when they're young, look good for women, right? But over time, you're looking good for yourself. You're feeling good. You know what I mean? So, I was just being general about getting clothes for women. Many people just want to look good for themselves, right? I know guys that get dressed up and they have suit Saturday, suit Sunday, and they get dressed up because they want to look, they go to the, the restaurant and the bar and they, they look good, you know? So that was just basically a generalization. Okay. Shout out to Raphael. He said, shout out to the coach gang in the building. Let me make sure I get the rest of all the support. I appreciate the support out here. We have fun today. We have fun. Let's do the PayPal. Let me make sure I got all the PayPals. All right. Sorry for this because they don't want me to super chat. We got one more. Let me get that one red. I want to make sure I get everybody's red. Coach, they have been listening to too short, too much. That's exactly it. All right. So shout out to East Oakland, Richmond, Sacramento, and everybody up there who has made PIMP culture uh, something to kind of admire, right? 
But uh, unless you've been in it, you really don't know, man. I'm telling you, there's a lot of things. It's just like anything, just like marriage. People, oh, marriage is fantastic. And then you get in there and you're like, why? Why didn't you tell me about that? Same thing about PIMP culture, right? There's a lot of things that go on there. Y'all don't want no parts of at all. You'll be like, I got to do what? Oh, my God. But we pedestalize it, and I think it's falsely. And I can speak on this because I've seen it live. All right, I've never been one. But I've seen enough of it to go, that ain't it either. That ain't the answer. <laughs> that ain't the answer either. All right. Trust me. It ain't all, it ain't all glittering gold for real. It's not. And they say P-I-N-P-N ain't easy. Shout out to somebody. They went viral. These dudes ain't pimping in Northern California, coach. They bunch of posers. Yeah, that too. It that posers P, poser P. Poe pimping is posing for real, man. I'd be like, man. Because people be like, man, I had these 304s out on the track. Please let me see a video. I want to see a picture of all of them. They weren't college age. They weren't Heidi's Flice models. <laughs> they weren't Heidi, Heidi, Heidi Flice. They weren't that. I can guarantee you they were not. All right. If they was out on any corner, they were not good looking. <laughs> they were on the low end of the totem pole and spectrum. Anyway, and he says they were their girlfriends. Exactly. That dude, most of those relationships are, they start off like that. That's how the guy gets in her head. Hey, I need you to do this for me. At first, she's a runaway somewhere, and then she he meets her. He meets up with her. Hey, girl, it's gonna be me and us. We gonna do this. Hey, but I need you to do this for a little bit. That's a anyway. I'm not even gonna continue with that. I, I can blow that up with just experience myself to let you guys know what the real is on that one. All right, but I'm not dissing some of these people. I'm not dissing them, but I'm just telling you, if you go out there, you want to be pimps, and you you go out there and try to be out there on the corner. Uh, you're going to meet up with gangbangers and dudes that got three pogs. <laughs> oh, I listened to a story one time. It was a young girl, and she was talking about she'd be on the streets, and she was like, I avoid black guys like the plague. <laughs> so if you're a black guy, the girls know to run from you because they like you about BS. You, you're the guys that don't want to pay the girls, and you want to BS. and get, They're like, we avoid y'all. We avoid you as Johns, and we avoid you as pimps. And it was a black girl talking. I was like, wow, that's game and going game out. They was like, she was like, nah, we don't want nothing to do. She was like, if I see a young black dude, we run. Because <laughs> they like, nah, because they about BS and they don't want to give you the money. They trying to get the freebie. And then they are like, if they try to, they try to be in there, try to get in as a boyfriend. And then they, somebody said they called the sweatsuit pimps. Yep. They said they run from them. Anyway, let's get Uncle Earl out, and we out of here. Here gentlemen, comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's, that's what make it happen? This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> Damn the respect. 
I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? To who? You don't want to be committed. I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.